Before we start this Vulgar Vancouver podcast, just want to remind everyone that we are aware that not every segment of this podcast is fun to listen to for everyone. So if you would like to skip over any, please look to the description to find exact start times of each segment. Enjoy! You're listening to the Vulgar Vancouver podcast. All I want to hear is... Yo, Joe, wake up. Stop being creepy. Welcome to another goddamn beautiful Vulgar Vancouver podcast. We are recording from our mother's basement again. I am your host, the wannabe musician, degree-holding mathematician, the one and only, D. Sandy, joined from his mother's basement, as always, by my co-host, the special one. It's the one we call Spick. It is Spangler himself. How are you feeling today, buddy? I'm a little sick. Um, I, uh, yeah, I just got done writing an exam. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm doing this from bed because I can't and I do what I want. Um, yeah, I'm just, dude, you know when, like, you're a little bit sick and, like, a nostril opens up? Yeah. And it's just, like, the best feeling. I just had that and I love it. Um, but anyway, I'm not going to get into too many more specifics. Uh, let's get on with it. Yeah, I mean, I was uh, I was going to record from the toilet, uh, you know, because I was just like, "Fuck it, let's just let's just get her get her done, get it over with." But then I forgot I don't have a beer in the bathroom, so I had to you know like wipe and then. But now I have a beer, um, and that's how we got on with it. I just have to ask. Hey Spangler, what you drinking, bud? I love beer. Beer loves me. We are like a family with a great big chug and a shotgun or two. Won't you say you love beer too? We got a lucky. I'm still striving for that sponsorship. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and uh, it's just, uh, I'm just being persistent. I think it'll come. Um, they, they they can't avoid us no. um, forever. So uh, we're just going to, we're just going to stay with that. Yeah. Um, I mean, let's go ahead and crack this. Uh, just... Oh, my God. So... You've got a lucky logger. We know what they are. We love them. Um, I actually have a bit of a change up. I've got a beer that comes out of the bottle. Uh, I have a Japanese Asahi. Have you ever had one of those? Um, I think once while I was having sushi. Um, I don't know if sushi and beer actually go well together. I oh, I did one time. I think they go together very well. I like any, like, Japanese food. You get, like, they have really dry beers. Um, uh, I find it kind of just cleanses the palate nice. Um, but, yeah, I've got a I've got a super dry Asahi. And actually, a little bit of an update on that Lucky Lager sponsorship. I was looking all over. So, Lucky doesn't have its own website. It like I cannot find it anywhere on the internet. 
um, and it's brewed by Labatt. Uh, and wow, even sucks. even on Labatt's website, Lucky doesn't even show up. They don't even recognize it. And, that sucks, dude. I did not want to hear that. And they don't even have a freaking um, contact information at Labatt. So, like, I can't, like, email them about, like, an inquiry. Or, like, hey, like, blah, blah, blah. Like, big fuck up on Labatt's side. Uh, like, what if they have, like, these opportunities to, like, sponsor local businesses like we have here? and you know like get some outreach in their community and they can't even do that because we can't even contact them about a possible sponsorship you know what it is it's they're too busy like this was definitely a beer that came up and was going strong here and then labat was like no way dude we're buying that and then we're making sure no one knows about it so that people continue to buy budweiser that's what wait no what's labat again uh yeah labat is blood budweiser yeah yeah, Budweiser bought Labatt. Yeah. Yeah, so this is Anheuser-Busch. Is this Anheuser-Busch? I don't even fucking know. Like, there's there's so many... Oh, yeah, Anheuser-Busch. I think it's different, then. What's the big Labatt beer? That's so weird. Um, I'm so confused now. I'm getting my... Because there's Moles Course and... Yeah. Or, yeah, Course. Moore's, Coors, Molson, um, Anheuser-Busch, and then is Labatt owned by one of those two, or is it its own? Okay, so, um, Labatt, Brink, uh, and, and our subsidiary and affiliated brands include, holy shit, dude, Labatt and Anheuser Busch own fucking everything. They're they're merged. They're literally merged. They they own Budweiser, they own Lucky, they own Mike's Hard Lemonade, they own Neutral, uh Pacifico, they own Rockstar, uh like Tempo Gin, they own Wildcats, uh all the Bud Lights, obviously. They own Alexander Keith's, like Hell's Gate, uh, all the Labats, obviously. Holy shit. Yeah, dude, I used to care about this stuff deeply. I was so invested in this, like COVID when there's nothing to do. I just learned so much about like brands and this is what I mean, dude. Like I, I feel like Lucky was just like doing their own thing. And then they one day someone at Labat was like, Oh, dude, why are sales down in this specific part of BC? Oh, this Lucky Lager, let's just buy it and yeah. stop people from uh, learning about it. Yeah, I mean, uh, if someone, if I made a fucking great beer like Lucky, and then they, and then someone approached me and was like, "Yo, I'll give you twenty mil to buy your beer," I'd be like, "Hell yeah, fucking do it!" As long as I like just get like like a case a week or whatever. Um, I'm taking that deal. Are you taking that deal? Yeah, I think in like my position right now, I would. But if I had like some money and I I wasn't like hating my life, I'd probably be like, dude, no, I'm I'm for the people. I'm gonna keep this, and I'm gonna push this and um fuck all the the big the the 
fuck big beer, you know? And now now I'm kind of thinking, like, do I have to switch from Lucky Night? Do I have to? Because I want to support, like, something local. Um, so now this is, like, really conflicting for me. Yeah, it's a good point. Um, but what are we going to do? All we can do is buy beer from the liquor store. <laughs> we could make our own beer. Should we start making our own beer? Oh, Dude, everyone, everyone's making their own beer. Um, it's a lot of money. Like, it's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. Because yeah. you gotta, you gotta buy one of those like fucking aging things, like the big metal tins. Um, or actually, no, you don't. You can make homemade beer. It just probably <laughs> will taste fucking awful because we don't we wouldn't like filter it or refine it yeah um so yeah i don't know might not be might not be the move but uh we can dream we can dream for one day anyways uh i'm actually really enjoying this asahi and full disclosure this is a morning podcast my body all it wants is fucking water um and maybe an egg but fuck that. It's getting a super dry Japanese lager, uh, an Asahi, um, and we're just going to starve it. Maybe maybe that'll make me uh, find my primal instincts later today or even earlier today. Dude, I guarantee you Asahi's owned by like Anheuser-Busch as well. It is owned by... Um, it is owned... It's brewed and bottled in Italy. Oh. Actually. So I believe it's just its own thing. So this guy is an import. Uh, and yeah, no, we are we are all good here. It's not owned by Anheuser-Busch. It doesn't have a monopoly on all the beer. I just love how um, on beers now it says, okay, on the back, it's like it has the emblem. It's like if you're pregnant, like you don't drink. And it's like, it, is it like like someone who's pregnant was about to drink a beer, and then they like saw that on the back, and they're like, oh man, I can't drink this anymore. Yeah, um, and there's usually the don't drive one. Yeah, yeah, like it's like it's like you have like your keys like you're in the car and then you look at the beer beside you and you're like oh damn this beer says like I, I, I can't drink and drive like oh darn it i was going to but then the beer said i can't it's like what are you stopping it could maybe work if like someone's on the fence about it um so yeah i don't know they, they obviously just have to put that there kind of like when like cigarette packs put like um, the, <laughs> the pictures of the people with like cancer you know it's funny yeah. my brother he um he was collecting the little cards inside the packs like pokemon he's like trading them with friends <laughs> yeah, they're all a little bit different like some of them are like about your eyes or your throat or your mouth or like your babies or something like that yeah um, so he was just trading them around and i think that's a really cool game that uh I mean, I don't smoke anymore, so. Um, yeah. It's like if, if you combine the throat cancer patient with the with the blind patient, then that's, like, super effective in the 
in the in the cigarette trading card game. <laughs> I think someone did that. They like built a person out of all the pictures that they found in cigarettes. Oh, that's sick. Yeah, it was cool. Um, honestly, cigarette packs did used to look fucking really cool. I mean, I never, I was never like alive when they did look cool, but or I, I never have like seen them in a store where they actually look like, I don't know, like a marble or a red, like, you know, like the, the cool looking like cigarettes. Um, I don't know if it stopped anything. People um, still smoke. Yeah. I don't, I don't think it, um, I, I think I caught the very last phase of like cigarette boxes being actually branded by the company. Um, I, th- I, uh, I think the I think the vaping is like the biggest problem. Like vapings look very aesthetically pleasing. You look at those and it makes you want to hit it. Yeah. So like, why are cigarette boxes so um, damaging? And uh, I actually think um, the best way to quit vaping now is to smoke cigarettes. No, yeah. What I I think we need to reverse what we did and put all of the like negative messaging on vapes like put all those like cancer patients and like all that shit on vapes and then make the cigarettes look cool again and take all of that off the cigarettes because then maybe kids who want to vape are like nah like i want to smoke cigarettes and then they'll smoke cigarettes instead and then when you smoke cigarettes you don't get enough uh, get as much nicotine in you as you do a vape um I think that would I think that would be very effective if we uh, if if they did that. Yeah, and then you smell terrible. They taste awful, and then everyone around you is like, "Dude, you smell like shit." And yeah, I think that's a way better approach. Uh, mm-hmm. Right now, kids they just like they're just sneaking hits out of their vape, and it's yeah, like like they don't even have to like like back in the day you had to I don't know maybe go to the bathroom and sneak a couple hits of a cigarette and then like, and then like run out or like quickly run out of the school, dude, you can stay in your desk and just like hit it like into your sweater. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. It's um, yeah. Bring back cigarettes, dude. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. It also like cigarettes look a lot cooler, you know? A hundred percent. That's like, 80% of the reason I smoked cigarettes is because I just felt cool. I didn't even think it felt that good, and I didn't really like the taste of it. Um, I just thought it looked awesome, so I just smoked. But then, uh, yeah, like I said, I finally quit. Yeah. Oh, no, I, I fucking – I agree. They look so cool. Like, the the main reason why – like, I don't smoke. I don't do any of the any of the nicotine things. But, like, the reason that like I'd want to smoke is just because it looks cool. Just like I want like a picture of me like just like smoking a dango and like a cool outfit. Just like I think that looks sick. I always wanted like uh, a Tinder picture of me just like smoking a cigarette, um, but I never got around to it because it's kind of weird being like, "Hey, straight friends, can you take a picture of me smoking this cigarette so that I can." put it on my tinder and hopefully women will like that um so i never um i'm off dating apps too now but uh just so we're clear but um yeah i never got around to doing that but but like yeah it's i just thought it was really cool yeah um 
Yeah, I think so. yeah, I'm 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 with you. Uh like I just think about even pictures of like our parents uh back in the nineties and they're just like ripping a dango or something like that. <laughs> or just even any photo from like the seventies, eighties or nineties of just like some guy or some girl like with like a a super wicked like hairdo and just like ripping a dango. Inside of a bar? Yeah, inside. Like, it literally didn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> I, I remember my dad telling me that back in the 90s, they used to, uh, they used to freaking rope off the smoking areas. Yeah. It, it was still inside. It was all still inside, but they would rope it off. Yeah. Um, what's the point even? Like, I, and, I think my, my dad said that um, all you needed was, like, written permission to go in, like, the smoking courtyard in high school. Oh, yeah. You just needed, like, yeah. And you can obviously forge that so easily. And then you can smoke in the courtyard at school. Like, how fucking crazy is that? I mean, fuck. <laughs> If they're going to smoke, they're going to smoke. But, yeah, that is pretty crazy. Uh, definitely want to wait for the age of, uh, not the age of consent, but the legal age to smoke. But it's neither here nor there. Uh, I think if the government wants to, as I know Justin Trudeau listened to this, listened to this uh, podcast, but um, if he wants to take any advice from us, uh Make cigarette packs look cool again. Uh, make it make it those marble reds. Make them look fucking sick. And then make vapes look fucking awful with like cancer patients and people with le- with that have lost limbs um, because they've smoked too much. Because like the thing is, people haven't vaped long enough where like their I don't know their like left arm just falls off. So maybe we just maybe we need that to happen and then then it'll happen. But we're just waiting for that day. Yeah, the long term effects aren't clear yet. I mm. I would love to just see like old school cigarette commercials like the yeah and the Mar- Marlboro Marble. I don't even know how you're supposed to say that Marlboro Man. Um, all that shit. Um, mm-hmm. Bring all that back. Make cigarettes cool. Um, but also not cool enough. There's like a fine line where you don't want everyone just smoking cigarettes again, but you want like people to stop vaping. Yeah, because vaping also looks like shit. It looks fucking awful. Like you, you look like a fucking pussy that's oh. hitting the air conditioning vent. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's neither here nor there. Fucking make smoking cool again, Justin Trudeau. I know you're listening. Uh, even though definitely not, but whatever. Uh, next, that was the beer. I'm still drinking. I'm almost done my beer. This is honestly so good. I don't know why this is going down so easily. Um, I have work an hour, full disclosure. But let's get into next the question of the day. 
We're just two dudes, and we're gonna ask a question up to our boy Spangler. And he's gonna ask a question, we're just two dudes, and we're gonna ask a question up to our boy Spangler. And he's gonna ask a question, it's the Immaculate, Indescribable Inquiry, the Immaculate, Indescribable Inquiry, the Immaculate, Indescribable Inquiry, the Immaculate, Indescribable Inquiry. Alrighty, and as we get into the question of the day, a little bit of a switch up. I'm gonna actually be the one asking the question of the day. And it is going to come off of a quick little thing that we mentioned last week, or last, not last week, but last segment. Um, Spangler, do you like dating apps? No. No, I've only met, like, a few chicks. It's just, it's just weird. Um, and then, like, you know, I don't really like... Uh... Like seeing people that I know on them, um, so I'm I'm just like completely off it now. Um, yeah, I'm hoping it like now I gotta like actually put effort into talking to people instead of just being like, "Hey, how's it going?" Um, but uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know, I don't. It must be cool for chicks, I feel like, because, yeah. I don't know. What do you think? I mean, I, I initially, I said no to it. I was just like, this is super weird. This is super unnatural. Like, you're supposed to go up and talk to women and meet them in a natural setting. But, you know, this is um, this is an easy way to, to filter out the bad ones to to see like a wider range of people and then also to choose from a wider range of people. And, you know, you can go out, go out on a date with them. And if you don't like him, you fucking move on to the next one until you find a good one. So this is just a way I think to just connect with a lot more people than you could if you're just like doing it. Oh, like I'm going to do it. Oh, oh, natural. But like, then you're just like at a bar and your only selection is just like the people that are at the bar. But, and like, not to say that's a bad thing, but like, it's just a, a lower sample size. Um, obviously if you take a better, a bigger sample size, we just know that you get a better candidate. Right. So that's what I think. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, maybe, like, I always thought, like, my pictures are just shitty, and I never really felt like, um, going out and, uh, like, taking pictures, I was just too lazy, um, but yeah, I just, I didn't feel like I got that many matches ever, and it fucking kind of discouraged me, so, I, uh, yeah, I feel like we've normalized it a little bit too much, um, but like it, you are right that uh, like it cuts out all the bullshit. Um, I just yeah, it was it was never really for me. It, it kind of feels too much like a game, you know. Yeah, um, it it does, and and I think what you said is actually it's it's a good point. Like it has become a little bit too normalized, and I and I agree with that because. It, it shouldn't be the norm. You should know and you should have co- enough confidence to be able to, you know, just go up at a bar and be like, hey, look, 
I really like that you're fucking cute. You want a drink? And being able to like handle that rejection or that like, or them being like, yeah, of course, or them being like, no, nah, no. Nah. And then you sh- you have to you have to know how to be able to do that um, without just like swiping yes or swiping no. Like you don't know when someone swipes no on you, um, and you have to know how to like handle that rejection. Right. So I think it has become a little bit too normalized, but I think at the same time, the way the point we are at now, like in our society, unfortunately, (laughs) I'm going to say in our society, but like in our society is that sometimes in a lot of situations as men, us just simply asking a girl out or asking a girl for a number can be seen as literal sexual harassment. Um, Especially in a workplace or anywhere else. If let's say, okay, let's say you walked up to a coworker and you're like, Hey, I really like you. I think you're so hot. Like I'd love your number. She could turn that around and go talk to a manager. And she was like, Hey, like, this guy, he just hit on me, like, blah, blah, blah. That's such harassment, like, and then you're fucked. And that's super fucked. But then if you use Tinder, they're kind of both consenting on each end to, like, be contacted by people. So it kind of just skips that part and is, I don't know, kind of a lot safer in that way. But I just, I just think sometimes, like, people are fucking stupid and that's why we use tinder and hinge but yeah i don't know what do you think about that yeah we are like in a weird time where harassment's kind of vague mm-hmm. um, so these dating apps just kind of they just skip all of that um but yeah i don't i don't really know what the answer is uh it's a yeah it's it's a weird one for sure i i don't like i still don't know like, should I be on dating apps? Should I not? Um, I don't really know. That's that's where I'm kind of still at right now. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think there's any shame in it. Um, you know, you find girls how you find girls. And we're all, we're all very sexual creatures. And, well, not even sexual, but we crave uh, whatever our sexual orientation desires. And that's the way it is. Like, again, I'm going to use another fucking story, which is actually hilarious. Like, this guy, this guy, this guy is the fucking G. Like, he, I, I admire this guy. So, I'm at, I'm at my girlfriend's place, and her roommate comes storming into the room. It's like, oh, my God, look what just happened. So, she goes, picks up her DoorDash order, um, and I, I don't know, I think it's, like, just, like, fresh slice. So, it's just a a pizza goes back into her room and opens her phone and she has a direct message on DoorDash from the DoorDash courier saying, Oh my God, I think you're super cute. Can I get your number on the DoorDash direct message fucking app? And she was like, Holy fuck. Like, look what this guy just did. And this guy literally used the DoorDash fucking direct message to try and get this girl's number. Hilarious. A fucking G. Um, I love it. 
And the thing is, he's just shooting his shot, right? He's just being like, look, this girl's cute. Let me let me try. Let me try. Obviously, it's going to be a no. You're just some fucking DoorDash courier. But, like, whatever. Fuck it. You'll try. But the thing is, he, like, she could send that to DoorDash, like, customer service and be like, oh, my God. Like, look what your um, delivery driver did. Like, he harassed me. And she could get, like, probably, like, $200 worth of DoorDash and her order free. Um, and he could lose his job. And he could lose his job. And that would be it. You know? Yeah, it's... it's um, I I think you gotta... Um, the, the driver has to establish himself. Like, he's gotta... Gotta come up with, like, some sort of joke or something. Like, on, like, a personal level. Yeah. Uh, you can't just here's your food and then like hop in your car and be like, you're hot. Like you got to have like some line. Um, so that it's not, yeah, I don't, but as far as like what you're saying, um, yeah, it's, that's like really weird now. Um, but is it though? Like if something like that happened like 20 years ago, like, is it that weird? Um, no, it, it isn't. And the problem is, and this is what I think, is uh, so with men, right? Like conventionally, we're supposed to ask the woman. Um, so I think these dating apps have, you know, may, became a hindrance and made us basically forget how to ask women out, Right um do you agree with that like it, it's kind of it's kind of damaged our quality of like being able to walk up to women and and be like hey let me ask you out right yeah but it's also damaged the way that women turn men down and unfortunately it just a lot of times like i'm not saying all the time but a lot of times it turns into an overreaction from them. And then they just say it's harassment. But like, yes, us men, we have to learn how to ask women out. But women on the other end, there's two sides to it. They have to also learn how to, you know, reject. And rejection is not saying they're sexual harassing you, sexually harassing you. It's just a, a simple no. And obviously... It's it's when the men try to persevere and they and they start being creepy or whatever after like that's fair, but I think just from both sides we have to learn a bit better how to handle that interaction and how to you know be able to ask but also be able to you know say no without and understanding that the man is just asking you out. Hundred percent everyone's like a creep now in the eyes of most chicks it's also yeah. like like you said like guys don't know how to pick up chicks so when they try to actually like they might come off as creeps it's like cause they don't know any better because they're so attuned to these dating apps mm -hmm. so um they might come off as like a bit creepish but they just i don't know like you said if they keep persisting then that's harassment but um now everyone's a creep. 
Yeah, like it, the thing is, those dating apps they skip, they skip the yes and the no part. If if you guys match, that means you both have swiped yes on each other and you both like each other, and obviously that's gonna fucking work. But in the real world, like you don't know if the girl likes you or if she doesn't like you. So the only thing you can do is walk up to her and ask her out, and that woman is just gonna have to say no or say yes and that's that's the end of it and that's it and you know like that's the problem with the dating apps is it skips that part it skips that you know walking up and being like hey not being a creep just being like hey look i think you're super cute um i'd love to buy you a drink and not doing it in like a creepy way um then that's like a-okay super good but like these dating apps they just skip that um, so in some ways, like, yeah, like, fuck it, use it, it skips that awkward part. But you also you also really got to know how to how to still, you know, walk up to a girl and not seem creepy and, and ask that, you know? Yeah, because um, the chick knows nothing about you. So they just sometimes might automatically assume you're a creep. Yeah. Um, dude, I have a weird thing, though, is like, so I hung out with this chick. I'm not going to get into details, but basically what happened was when I got her number on the app, um, I got lazy and I didn't put her name in mm. as a contact. So I just had her number mm. thinking like, okay, like if this goes anywhere, like I'll just go back to the app and uh, get her name. Um, but we didn't talk for a while. And then we started talking again. And then i I looked back to see what her name was and her profile was gone. And we we actually hung out and I had no idea what her name was. Oh, I, no. It's a Larry David moment where it's like, dude, what do I do? Like, how do I, like, and I, I'm not, I don't think I'll see her again, but like we have chatted a couple of times in like the past few weeks. Um, but now it's like, what do I do? What do I do here? Dude, it's like... Uh, and this, like I, I got her contact like probably two, three months ago. I think what you have to do there is you, you text her, right? And then um, when you're texting, you're like, hey, what's your Insta? And then you guys like, oh, but you don't have Insta. I don't even have Instagram. Fuck. Dude, you're fucked. <laughs> you, you, you're going to invite her over and then you're going to be like, hey, you... <laughs> what's going on <laughs> yeah dude and I, like i do have this problem a lot like at work where i don't like rec- i don't take the second to like memorize people's names so it's always like hey bro like how you doing man like with everyone at work and stuff and so i'm just i've just always been like awful with names same um and uh i do kind of think about like do people know that i don't know their name um but uh yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like, maybe I'm just gonna stop talking to this. Chick. I don't. I, yeah, I don't. Whatever, dude. I mean, honestly, you could just embrace it. I feel like if like she came over, there's ways of like getting to know her name. For one, like, does she have like an iPhone? Yeah. Sometimes does it not say like maybe under the contact, and then like you can like update her contact information because it'll say her name. Well, if it did, I probably skipped over that because that usually happens like 
right at the start. Yeah, and like I said, it's been a while. Um, Another thing you could do is you can maybe FaceTime her and it'll show her iCloud. But also what you maybe need to do when she comes over, you got to make sure you got to like break into her phone, look into her settings and then see her Apple ID and then you can see her name. Okay, easy. Or 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 you break into her wallet and then you just read her ID. Yeah, that's definitely Oh, my... oh dude, I actually I actually have it. So you know how like everyone is like, yo, like look at my ID photo, it's so embarrassing, right? Yeah. You pull out your ID photo and you're like, Oh my god, look at my ID photo, it's so embarrassing. And then you show it to her, and then you'd be like, yo, let's see yours, let's see yours. And then she's going to show you her ID, and then you can fucking figure out everything about her. Yeah, I think I have to somehow bring up, because I have a, my middle name's Paul, which is, like, weird, just because, like, I don't look like a Paul at all. Um, Oh, that rhymes. People always find that funny, so I kind of have to somehow bring that up. And then be like, what's your middle name? And then if it's like something odd, then I'll be like, okay, prove it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like you can do it in, in a lot, in a lot of ways. But I think the ID photo is, or the ID, not just the photo, but getting that ID is, is the, is the most foolproof. Yeah. I, like I said, I probably won't talk to this chick or like invite her. Oh, dude, I almost did the other day. Uh I don't think like I let's move on, dude. I... Let's move on. Let's move on. Anyways, dating apps, they're good, they're bad. Um, if used in the correct way, they're okay. But you just gotta you gotta use them in the correct way. Um but yeah, question of the day, dating apps, we love it. I am done my beer. Uh but next segment, it's what the fuck happened. It's a banger. We we pre-recorded this one, but um, what a fucking shit show of a night. Spangler wasn't there, but um, I wasn't even really there. So that's why I got these two to, uh, you know, help us out here and, and, and describe it. Because I, I only got there at the end of the night for the aftermath, and that was even a shit show itself. But yeah, what the fuck happened? We're going to get into it. We get joined by two guests. It's Reese. It's Rob. They're going to explain their fucking shenanigans that night. And then I'll I'll tell you what I walked into. And that's kind of it. So, the staple, Vulgar Vancouver podcast. Thank you guys so much for fucking tuning in. Let's get into your favorite fucking segment. It is what the fuck happened last night. What the fuck happened? What the fuck happened? What the fuck happened last night? All fucking righty. And as we get into this what the fuck happened last night. Brought to you by, as always, that fucking beer I'm about to crack. Except it's not a beer, it's a remix. Um, pussy, little bit of a pussy. <laughs> it's okay, but what a fucking segment we have for you today! Oh my god, fired fucking up for this one. 
Got a couple special guest stars on the show. And what a night they had. We're going to talk about them. But before we do, let's introduce them first. Starting off, we have the man, the myth, the legend, Bobo. Um, you just cracked a Budweiser. Very good for the show. Um, another one. And I made this name up yesterday. Uh, he is the hockey douchebag. Say hello. What's up, boys? How's it going? We will refer to him as douche from now on. Damn, that is. And joining us, as always, my co-host, the one, the only, it is Spangler himself. Hell yeah. <laughs> He just cracked his water bottle because he has to study tonight. That's biosteel, baby. Yeah. Um, but yeah, without further ado, what the fuck happened last night? Uh, Rob is still asking. Oh shit, Bobo is still asking him self the same question. And all I'm gonna start with is let's set this up. It is Friday. Everyone's getting off work. Bobo's getting off school. We all kind of want to drink. We all really want to drink. And some of us wanted to drink a little more than others. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I'm just going to throw it over to him. because Some of us were also feeling a little more feisty yeah. than others. Um, because I just, I was, I was at work and I walked into the shit show that already happened. So I just want to, I just want Bobo to set this shit show that happened up um, because I just want you to tell the listeners, you know, what do you remember happening last night? Um, so last night now was a couple of Fridays ago. Mm-hmm. Been halfway through school, you know, trying my best studying. I don't study usually, but I was studying this time. Got a terrible mark. Got a little angry, a couple, you know, things going on in my life. And uh, it was probably about 4.30 till I arrived at my friend Reese's house. And we're like, oh, let's go get a case of beer. And we're, and we're like, yeah, fucking right. Uh, I didn't come back with a case of beer. I came back with a box wine. Yeah. And, uh, mistake number one. Huh? <laughs> mistake number one. Mistake number... Honestly, they all just kind of pull into one big mistake. Um... Yeah, so, you know, tension's already a little high in uh, the old brain ski. But uh, it's all right. It's all right. We had some Subway. That was about the only meal of the day. And uh, you know what? I'll give you to a funny portion that I remember. I'll let others expand on the other parts and I'll interject. But uh, so I never knew I was in the garage, you know, the home to our good friend. Uh, D. Sandy. Um, and I, I just, I just want to say that, uh, the garage is just the place that they ended up. It is my place. It is where we drink at my place. Keep going, Rob. And never do drugs. Yes. Um, yeah. I remember leaving a place, which I thought was Reese's, but it was not. It was the garage. And I remember I needed to get home immediately because someone told me that I may have had a mushroom or two. So I was like, hey, I think I got to go. A little stress, you know. <laughs> I remember being on uh, the street connecting our houses, you know, that one. 
uh, sprinting as fast as I could, taking little breaks with a, maybe a minute walk or so, and sprinting some more. Uh, got to my girlfriend's, thought I had my hoodie, my shoes, my socks. I had the shoes and uh, hoodie slash not my hoodie. Woke up in the morning, blood all over my shirt, no socks, Blundstone's on the couch, uh, Reese's hoodie that do what? May I say, had a cum stain on so it. Nice of you to. Um, it, it was nice. Right, yeah. It was nice to yeah be yeah, a part no. be a part of a very uh, tight knit group. Yes, tight knit group. Exactly. And uh, yeah, woke up, thought everyone hated me, wasn't enjoying myself, but then found out the rest of the story, and it's funny, but not fully funny. Oh, sorry, I forgot the key part to this. Rob running home story. So after I was sprinting home, I uh, got there. Leah was out looking for me. Didn't realize that. So I forgot the garage code. Thought, you know what? Maybe the back door is open. Leah is his girlfriend. Leah. So now he is. At, oh, wait. No, sorry. He is at his girlfriend's place. And he is trying to get in the house. And he has forgotten the garage code. Yeah. Did I not just say that? I know. I'm just. I'm just giving context. Oh, okay. So you're getting a short. It's not a, in not, my. Not everyone knows that that's your girlfriend. Okay. Oh, she also. Yeah. Whatever. Um. Yeah. So went to the back, thinking maybe the door would be open. Knock on the door a whole bunch, and I'm like, "Fuck! Why is no one opening it?" And uh, then her father opens the door. Nice, handsome man. Uh, and his boxers. With a large penis. With, with yeah, that could be it's potential. Fucking wrench hanging. I don't know. I don't know. Ask Leah's mom. Um, yeah, and then he's like, "Oh, Leah's out looking for you." And I'm like, "Oh, really? My phone's dead." And I thought she was here, so I came here. Um, yeah. Oh, Jesus! I keep forgetting fucking parts. Side note again: as I tried the garage code the first time. And then I realized I didn't know it and my phone was dead, so I couldn't ask anybody for it. I thought, oh, let me throw something at Leah's window. That would be a really good idea. So my first thought was grab my wallet, chuck it, not even halfway, get stuck on the roof. So then afterwards, I went and knocked on the back door, blah, 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 blah. But then the next morning, Leah's like, oh, your hoodie's not here, your flannel's not here, blah, 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 all this stuff. And I'm like, oh. What about my wallet? She's like, yeah, it's not here either. Yeah. We go about our morning. And I'm like, oh, I think my wallet's on your roof. And she's like, no way. And I'm like, man, I'm pretty sure it is. Now I think about it. Sure enough, we go into her window. Wallet sopping wet. It's actually still sitting on top of my refrigerator right now with a napkin in it drying off. Um, Yeah. Still wet. But basically, wet. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, so that's what, so that's what, uh, that's Rob, what I remember. That, that's what that's what that's what Rob remembers happened last night. And uh, I mean, I, the the real part of the story is the real story. And I got that. This down is pat. this is the man we wanted to have here, and we wanted to get on the podcast because um, we wanted to get the man in question, but we also wanted to get the man in witness. <laughs> And <laughs> witness or victim? <laughs> that's for you to decide. The Perpetrator. Trigger, the <laughs> That's for the listeners to decide. But, yeah, fuck. Um, um so let's 
get into it. Uh, talk hockey, douchebag. Reese, what do you oh, I appreciate, remember I appreciate the night? that, Dylan. What do you remember the Yeah, night? fucking... Tell uh, me what happened. You know, get off work, shower. Robbie comes over. Fuck, we go to the liquor store. We're just having a few drinks, having some Subway. Nothing crazy, just cash. Yeah, fucking box wine. I was like, okay, interesting. Shiraz. All right. You did box wine too? No, no, he oh. did, but I had a few. I had, oh, he partook. I had a couple Coors Lights. You know, we're boozing. Start crushing. I invite some of the boys over. You know, Andrew comes over. Kita comes over. Fucking Chase comes over. So we're just chilling, listening to music, having tunes going. And uh, all this, I look beside me and Robbie's just filling up his glass. Of wine, chug, fill it up again, chug. Goes to the bathroom before he goes to the bathroom, fills up, chug. I'm like, oh, I see. Here we go. It's one of those nights. But you know, I was keeping steady, getting a good fucking buzz on. And uh, boys started getting a little rowdy. It's getting around eight, nine. Fucking uh, Robbie, I look at Robbie, comes out of the bathroom, sits in the hallway, just kind of starts banging his head on the back of the wall. <laughs> I was like, Rob, all right, bud? <laughs> Bad feel. <laughs> and, you know, he comes back on the couch. Just chilling, right? Fucking. And Robbie's sitting in the dining room table. Uh, his head just loved the wall. But in front of that wall was a painting. And he hits his head back on the painting, and the painting falls over on him. I'm like, holy fuck. I got a roommate. <laughs> I go up to Andrew and I'm like, hey, bud, can we go up to your house? It's getting uh, it's gonna be a little rowdy. Rob's a little fact. It was all right though. Everybody's having a good old time. So Andrew's like, yeah, sure, let's go up to my garage. So we head up to the garage, and that's where fucking it started to go downhill. Um, <laughs> Robbie was real, real hype, and I had some mushrooms, and I was like, fuck, boys, let's eat some mushrooms. And I was like, and I looked at Andrew, and I was like. I'm going to give Rob a mushroom, mostly because he really wanted it, but other because, you know, maybe it'll calm him down. Maybe it'll send him in the mood, you know, trip his balls off. And, uh, you know, it didn't really go as planned. No. <laughs> and, I mean, fuck, we, we were having a good time. This is this has happened once or thrice before. And, uh, yeah, and then we're all sitting on the couch. we got two couches making, like, a little L shape in the garage. And, uh... Rob had no shoes on, but just his socks on. And uh, his socks were very, very, very wet. They were so. And uh, <laughs> I had ge- uh, like this like light denim jeans on. And uh, I was sitting across with Rob, and he, he kept putting his wet sock on my jeans. Funny story is it stained my jeans. I've washed them twice with stain remover. It hasn't came out yet. <laughs> so what, what came but, next was the so, so he kept putting his wet sock on my leg, and I was like, Rob, man, stop. He's like, you're, you're irritating me. <laughs> and then he looked at me and fucking gave a little devil a smile and did it again. And I was like, you bastard, you do that again, I'm going to punch you. <laughs> and what do you know? Fucking looks at me and does it right again. And I was like, oh, you fucker. And I fucking punched him right in the leg. <laughs> and, then he, and then he looks at me, and I'm like, kind of like over top of him saying like come on like stop and he fucking gets me right in the stomach with a good one 
I was like, oh, fuck. And meanwhile, this time, I'm, I'm fucking liquored, too. And he comes up to me, and he just, and then uh, he fucking socks me in the stomach, and I'm fucking mushroom and drunk, and I just fucking socks him right in the face. And I, I've never done that to one of the boys, and, and all of a sudden, his fucking nose starts gushing, and I was like, fuck. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to do that. It was just he of the moment, and uh, we, about probably like 45 seconds later, I've apologizing and i just sat beside him and we fucking hugged it out and everything was fun and then went back to the normal shenanigans of just listening to tunes and hanging out and then uh fuck mushrooms start hitting big time and <laughs> me andrew and then dylan came home and we were like fuck boys let's play some chill go to chill 2024 so we're playing all three of us on the same team, you know, we're focused, we're dialed, we're fucking laughing, we're guzzling beers. Yeah, all and three then, of us. And, oh, yeah. And me, then me, my stepbrother, and Reese playing shell. And all, of, su- the same all of a sudden, we're like, fuck, where's Rob? We haven't, we haven't seen him in a while. And then we're like, okay, let's check like inside, downstairs kitchen and bathroom. He wasn't there. And I was like, all right, let's, let's check outside. Oh, he's got the and uh, we're looking outside in the yard. We're like, fuck, we don't see him. By this time, it's like 12.31. And we're like, fuck, should we be worried? <laughs> well, but at first we were like, oh, we, like, Leah must have yeah, picked him up. Yeah, we thought Leah picked him up. So yeah. His girlfriend. We thought his yeah, girlfriend picked we, him up. So we just, because then we're like, okay, well, we don't know where he is. Maybe we'll just give Leah a quick call and ask if he picked him up just to make sure. And we pretty much thought this could either go good or bad. Uh, so we give her a call. We're like, hey, Leah, you pick up Rob yet? <laughs> and she's like, no. And we're like, oh. And and then it comes, what, why? And uh, then uh, fucking shit induces. And we go back to playing shell. And then we see Leah storm through the door at like 1.15. And we're, she's like, fucking where is he? And we're like, well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, you guys are no fucking help. <laughs> and we're like, fuck, we should go. Meanwhile, Dylan was sober. He got off work at like 12. So sure. we get in the car. Me, Andrew, and Dylan, I'll sit in the front seat, start blasting the cars and the police. Actually, such a wicked time. Just, <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> cigarettes and beer, fucking driving around. Got super distracted even finding Rob because we were having such a good time. <laughs> like, there was no way we were finding it. Yeah, no way. <laughs> we were fucking, you guys weren't even trying yeah. after, like, five No. <laughs> we were literally driving along the main roads, just, like... <laughs> Chilling, blasting the fucking Trust cars. Me, when yeah. I first heard you guys say, "Oh yeah, we looked for you," I know for a fact you guys got in the car. Oh, you got a rope pop? Well, I got a rope pop. And that's never looked for me once. That's exactly get the beers out of the trunk. And then, but we were, we were. No. And then we were driving down to Austin, and all of a sudden we get a call from Leah saying he's home. Anybody know where my socks are still? I'm looking for. <laughs> and uh, hey, and then yeah, yeah we went back. A couple more fucking uh, rain years. Rain years. Fucking played, played some more chill. Yeah. And then we it was played like five games of chill. Three of us. We got shut out literally six games in a row. That's yeah. how bad we took were. one to a shootout though. Not bad. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, zero zero shootout. Yeah, the night ended around three, and 
Yeah. Rob yeah. made it home safe and sound and come to the morning, I get a text from him saying, I don't remember leaving your house. Yeah. I thought I left from your house. So then I had to give him a little explanation of what happened. And uh and yeah, that was that was just another Friday. Yeah. I just Okay, so what I remember like walking in on and, and the, the the very funny part was I'm literally like I'm I'm serving. I'm like getting off work at midnight. I get home at like twelve twenty, I walk in and all I see is Rob just fucking literally bleeding from his nose. I'm like, what the fuck happened? And then I walk in there's blood on the fucking floor. There's blood on the walls. There's fucking blood everywhere. And then everyone's on mushrooms. And it's a complete shit show. And I'm completely sober. Haven't had one drink. I'm like, what the fuck did I just walk in on? And how did I miss <laughs> all of this? Um, Even though Spangler missed 100% of it. Um, I... I just it it was it was crazy, but it was just a fucking a riot. It was a riot the next day. It was a, it was a fucking riot. it was fucking so funny. It was awesome. It was so funny. Just another fucking good story to tell. It's just like holy shit. Um, I I don't I don't know if like and, watch and I, out for some of your friends. They may punch you in the face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you have your helmet and cage on against those you're unsure of. <laughs> I didn't that night, and I paid the price. <laughs> I have a part of my tooth missing in the front of my face. Oh, big time. When I go to the dentist next, they're going to hate me. It's, but love me, because I'll be spending so much money. It's <laughs> it's just like, like, what? Shh. Like, it's just so funny that he got... Just clocked in the face, Robert. Yeah, like, I think I you think just got tuned in. I think this is like the most like what the fuck happened. Yeah, like that. This literally describes yeah. what the fuck happened. Yeah, because yeah. I'm sure a lot of the memory loss also stemmed from getting fucking clocked in the face. In the face. Um, but I mean, what are you gonna do? It happens. Uh. <laughs> Don't buy a box of wine. Like Shiraz um, to be specific. Don't buy a box of Shiraz. Just no, just yeah. Just don't do it. That box is still sitting on top of my fucking uh, laundry machine. Should we go to your house? <laughs> <laughs> Recreate <laughs> Let's have Who's a up couple, next? couple of wine slammers. <laughs> um it's just yeah. It's, Red wine boys terrible, but it's good. If it you're is, gonna do it, get it by the box. Yeah, <laughs> you know what? If Guaranteed good time. Yeah, it's you're gonna have fucking a, box. Don't yeah. be a bitch. Yeah. Every glass that you have, don't sip it. Slam it. Because what's funny is every time you get the box, they always show you the value you're getting in, oh, yeah. in amounts of wine bottles. Like they're yeah. saying that every time you get a, a box of wine, it's like, oh, you know, you're buying like four and a half bottles of wine for the price of two, but it's like. Dude, it's literally a box of wine. Like, it's not that it's like, Are you trying to get me loaded? Yeah. Yeah, and then it's like, oh my god, it was such a good deal. I might as well drink it all. And then you drink it all, and you're like, oh my god, I've drank four and a half bottles of wine. And you're just done with Yeah, so that was what the fuck oh happened god. this week. Well, if you think I mean, about it, like, if you... 
drink like that same amount of liquid, but in beer, that's like how much you would usually drink. So yeah, wine is like, yeah, yeah. I was tra- I was treating it like beer. Yeah. and fuck, don't and even mention don't yeah, even mention the hangover from the red wine too. Yeah, fuck it, it wasn't gnarly. it wasn't it wasn't a hangover. It was anxiety. No, it was yeah. death. It was oh. death. No, it was, it was like death hangovers that you're not even like puking. You like, just no, you like feel like you have a terminal disease. Yeah, yeah, big time. Like you feel like you die at any moment. Yeah. Um, like you feel jealous of people that are not hungover. Yeah. It's like wow, look at you walking yeah. around. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> no. Yeah. For doing sure. your daily tasks. Yeah. Taking care of yourself. And yeah. I just sit here. And, and plus, and plus, having the anxiety of being hung hungover, it was. Yeah, it was something. Friend. It was no, it was fucked. It was really fucked up. Um. Yeah. 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 And then that night, my girlfriend had a fucking migraine too. So I thought she may have had to get the doctor called. It was it was not a fun sight to see. If you guys, you know what? Hey, all those listeners out there, we have a we have a pop quiz for you. If you can uh, name the color of my shit the next day, the winner gets a five dollar <laughs> coupon to AW. Dude, it, match. It's it's just like the the Super Bowl with the the color of Gatorade. It's like what color. <laughs> What color is my shit gonna be the next day? <laughs> yeah. What are the options? Okay, no, we'll up it. What's the, what, are, what are the options? The, well, the favorite's it. brown. No, there's not. Yeah. The options. favorite's brown, but like maybe. Oh, maybe. I say like purple. I think you gotta do shades of brown. Uh, yeah, but like, what do you go brown to black or do you? Because I go. I, I, got, say, I say the the spectrum is black to green. So black, I go with black. Dark, is I go on with the far dark, left. Dark brown green. is in the middle, and then green is on the right. Okay. Okay. You guys have three different options. We're going to go dark green, like a little bit darker than an olive. We're going to go tree trunk brown, you know, mm. those ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we're going to go uh, – don't say the N-word. No, I'm not, I'm not going <laughs> to – dude, I respect all colors, races, and two genders that we have on this planet. Um. <laughs> Good take. It's like, it's not like your TV's turned off. Like it's maybe a a shade and a half lighter. Right. Um, like there's no connection. Like a light TV. black almost. Like a light black, but yeah. Like 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 a light black. Like there's no connection on the TV. It's like the color yeah. that's all around. Yeah. It's on, but there's it's on, but it's lights are on. No one's home. There's something suspicious going on. Um, I think mine is like. Slightly darker than tree trunk brown. Okay. Um, you can also throw orange in there. Yeah. <laughs> like a bright orange. No, like a dark orange. I'm going dark green. I'd, I'd say mine are, are, yeah, they're slightly darker than a, than a tree trunk. I don't know, usually. Oh. Do I don't think? know, guys. You let me know. Or just red. <laughs> okay, well, then, then I think that's called cancer. Yeah. <laughs> I think it might have a yeah, problem. bigger problem. <laughs> I think, or yeah. Wait, what does cause red shit though? What so causes maybe a maybe a burst hemorrhoid? Yeah, it's a it's a hemorrhoid. No, or but a bur- that, that wouldn't be able to paint a whole log red. No. Oh, I mean. oh, oh, beets. Oh. Be- yes, there you go. Beets. But no beets. There was no beets, Aiden. Be- <laughs> beets. <laughs> beets are more like a like a burgundy red though. No, I 
I don't know, man. Depends how many. I think they're eat. more of a. I feel like you'd be able to tell if it was like a bloody poo to a. I think poo. they're more. I think they're a burgundy red. Oh wait, fuck! We are. Are you in fucking arts museum? What? Can you eat a bunch of beets and shit and tell me what color your shit is? If it's burgundy red, I think it's a you navy me aquamarine. Off. And if you're wrong, you still jerk me off. <laughs> what? Stop. Uh, sorry about that. Uh, showing us porn earlier and then talking about sex. Yeah, hey! Shout out to Bella Danger. Uh, this one's nine years old now. 2015 throat challenge. Um, yeah, thank me later. Give me a I take tips or high fives or whatever. Yeah, hugs. Yeah. See, we already got a bookmarker in the group. Yeah. Um, it's actually saved in my fucking photos, but I don't tell my girlfriend that. Um, yeah. Shout out. Don't her. Don't watch it. She's her. Don't watch it. It's or too awesome. She. 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 <laughs> you know. Wink. Um. She's brunette. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think the the thing we gotta we gotta ask here though is. Uh, Spangler wasn't there for the whole night. Just a, uh, just a messenger, just a receiver of the news. What's your take? What do you think? What what was your thoughts waking up, hearing it? It'd be so much cooler. Um, Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I think uh, I heard about it the next day at the pub, and Rob wasn't there. We all kind of knew why. We were all kind of like, yeah, he's. Not in a good state right now. I don't well, yeah, know. I don't you know can, why you can feel Diego the didn't join. coming. I really don't know why Diego didn't join. Yeah, I didn't I didn't feel it coming. I think I told you guys I was coming. I was just like, nah. Yeah. I had work in the morning. That's not because Diego was watching that 2015 video. Again. I was watching a lot of porn that night. I can tell you that. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't really have much to say about it. Sounds like fun, I guess, for some. So talk to me about the <laughs> the. The punch, though, like how would how did your fist feel? Like what was it? Well, like I was quite intoxicated, right? Yeah. And uh, yeah, like I don't, I just, I, it was just like like a half second, you know, no thought. It's just I would he punched me in the stomach pretty hard, you know. And I was like, oh, and immediately just went to go punch him back, and his and his face was just right there, and it just, I know it just happened. Face just happened to be I felt bad though. Was, I gotta say, I did feel bad. I never want to punch the boys in the face. Was it, no? I, I hope not. Was no. it one of those where you punched them and you were like, "Oh fuck!" Like that hurt more than I thought it was to punch someone in the face. Or you're no, I, so no, drunk. I didn't didn't feel anything. Uh, yeah. Don't worry. Neither did I. <laughs> and that's the best part. Rob, you don't actually remember getting punched in the face. I all? remember getting punched in the face 100. Oh, okay. Um, no, I 100% remember that. Um, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That's the thing about dudes, though. Is you just... We fucking literally hugged you out se- 45 Reese, seconds after. Reese was sexually frustrated with me. Yeah, he wasn't giving me what I wanted. <laughs> he was... He was. I wanted a foot so job. He cho- he I wanted a foot punch job that from dude. a woman. Dude, domestic abuse must go crazy amongst gay couples. Oh, I, oh, would, ne- I, I would never imagine. press charges. Dude, it's they like... Must beat the- Fuck it's like yeah. two too drunk, two like alcoholic gay dudes. Oh my god. Recipe for disaster. Like yeah. when they get in a, when they get an argument. Yeah. Dude, the thing is <laughs> why am I turned on right now? <laughs> yeah, this is this happens to me. Yeah. Don't worry. Yeah, he's watched too much porn of girls getting <laughs> beat up. Yeah. It's time to change genders. 
He wishes. Oh, yeah. in, I've in been brackets, swinging right. Now I swing. In brackets, he wishes heavy he was right. the girl. <laughs> yeah. That is just funny. That, see, we were I, having a do good you ever, time. Do you ever watch no. porn and wish you were the girl? <laughs> <laughs> I'm so fucking done. She's having so much. Yeah, we're done. We're done. Those guys look really nice. Now this is. Yeah. Guys, the lot. No. Those four. Dylan and his thoughts now. Nobody else. All right, boys. Thanks for having me on. I'm glad I got to share the story of what the fuck happened. I'm sorry that your host is kind of fucking fucked. No. No, I'm. I'm a I'm a straight shooter. If straight was squiggly, um, and um, if squiggly was straight, then I'd something have something good to say. But I don't. But that's neither here nor there. It is what it is. We're on what the fuck happened last night, and you know we still got a guy beside us that's asking us what the fuck happened two fucking weeks ago. He doesn't know. Uh, but oh, we know, and we witnessed. The guy sprints home, turns into a marathon runner, and he smokes cigarettes. So ties it all back into oh. um, you smoke cigarettes, you drink some alcohol, you're going to get literally further than you ever could in fucking 10 minutes just by being drunk and on, uh, cigarettes. on cigarettes and on mushrooms. Somehow this guy ran faster than he ever had since high school P.E., taking a fucking Friday fitness Friday run. Um, but yeah, we found it. We've done the science. It checks out. Um, but other than that, what the fuck happened last night? We want to thank our guests. Uh, what a fucking good time it's been. We love having everyone on. We love you guys listening. Thank you for tuning in again. And um, anything else to say to the listeners? Uh, Reason Rob, I think why I ran so fast is because I was thinking of banging your mother the entire time. Yeah. Thank you. Reese? Yeah, all I gotta say is uh, fucking eat your mushrooms, boys. Yeah. Do, eat your vegetables. Eat stay, your vegetables. Uh, eat your nutritional foods. Eat your girlfriend. Um, yeah, make sure you eat her out. You know, she can't always go on top every Sometimes time. Sometimes I eat her out and then she just starts sucking my dick again. Mm. Not fun. There we go. <laughs> yeah. All we, all, all we got to hear first. All, 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 all <laughs> we got to ask on this Vulgar Vancouver podcast from your host, D. Sandy, your co-host, Spangler, is what are women and how do you please them? Um, We'll never know, but hopefully we can get some insight on it. Other than that, what the fuck happened last night? It is what it is, but that's okay. Because guess what? We're just four dudes sitting in a circle. And what are we going to talk about next when we're four dudes sitting in a circle? Toast. Sports. Oh. And that's what we're going to get into fucking next. We're going to get into the sports report. Me and Spangler tackling this shit. Super Bowl happened. Fucking the Canucks played. It's going to be good shit. Let's get into it. Fucking sports. We like sports and we don't care who knows. From shooting hoops to the Super Bowl. We like sports and we don't care who knows. Football, football, football. Alrighty, sports report. What a fucking big week. What a fucking big sports weekend. My fucking goodness. Uh, first off, I just want to say, my picks, my fucking picks, I'm a fucking genius. They went off. 
they went off. I can see the future. What do you think? Yeah, dude. I don't know how you fucking did that with the golf. That was insane. Um, what? Sahith, so he, he what finished like third or fourth? Yeah. Like that was crazy. Um, and then obviously Nick Taylor. Like, I don't even know what he was at the start on the betting, but fuck, dude, that came out of nowhere. Dude, it, um, it it did, and I said like Sahith to get Tigala was like my guy. I was like, okay, uh, let's go with Sahith. I I know he's gonna have a bounce back, and he did. He almost fucking won the thing. Uh, he just like threw the, like the thing is that final round he didn't even play bad. It's just like he didn't shoot seven under. <laughs> he only shot like three under or whatever, um, which isn't even bad. But then I threw out at the end. I was like, okay, yeah, and getting very good odds. I think it was at plus 40,000 or plus 50,000. Um, Nick Taylor. And I just threw it out there. I was like, fuck it. Like the, you're getting good odds. You're getting good value. And the guy goes and wins the thing. I literally said how much, I think I said, if you throw 20 on him, you're going to win like fucking four grand. And I should have like, fuck <laughs> I should have just thrown 20 bucks on the guy. But I didn't. Um, and the guy goes off and wins the thing. Canadian Nick Taylor winning it. That was fucking hype. We were watching that. Um, I don't know. Maybe maybe I have to maybe I have to start sports betting. I, I've sworn it off, but maybe maybe my like analytical um, mathematical expertise uh, could could benefit me. That's what's funny because. I've always been sports betting, and finally, like, earlier in the week, I had, like, a realization, and I just stopped. I haven't placed a bet the past couple days. I don't think I will for a while. Um, Yeah, and even um, I had Nick Taylor. I got him at, like, plus 650 going into the third round, I believe. Mm -hmm. He was, like, already in first place, and he was still up to plus 650. Yeah. so that was huge, um, dude. That was it. Was just fun to watch, man. The waste management was awesome. Yeah. Um, there's a whole, there's a lot of controversy about it right now. Like they want to. I know that security just completely gave up on Saturday and just started letting everyone in. Mm-hmm. Uh, gong show, and they had to stop serving alcohol, and it got out of hand. Um, so people are talking about it, kind of like. Hey, like it's gotta we gotta settle this a little bit, which kind of sucks because, um, and I know a lot of it's just like the players complaining. It's like, dude, it's once a year, you know. It's supposed to be this fun thing where everyone gets drunk and stuff. Um, so that it, it would suck to see it, um, kind of get strict and back to like traditional golf. Um, but it was still like, dude, it was just an awesome tournament. Nick Taylor hit like every single putt. It was crazy. If Scheffler could putt like Nick Taylor, he'd be Tiger Woods. It might even be better. Um, yeah. Yeah, you know, like went to overtime. Yeah. Um, I still, like, it was better than the Super Bowl. I, it was. Uh, it helped that I won big. Mm-hmm. But I, I had so much fun watching that. No, yeah, Canadian Nick Taylor. Birdies the 18th hole, not once, not twice, but three times. He birdied it on his final hole of his final round to force a playoff. Then he birdied it again to tie the hole with Hoffman. And then he birdied it 
the third time to win that playoff because they keep playing hole 18 until someone wins. Um, I mean, fuck, just what a what a freaking round to watch. What a round he put together. Uh, Sahith also coming up the rear. I mean, Scotty Scheffler is such a fucking... He's a fun golfer to watch. His irons are just always fucking dialed right in. Uh, I don't know. Just a just a good round. Wish I was there. Wish I was a part of all the shenanigans so I could see firsthand. I think the funniest one was the guy just sitting down in that stool and just pissing. Did you see that no, video? I don't think I saw that one. So, yeah, this guy's just sitting on, like, a bar stool uh, at Waste Management. And he's you can just tell he's gone. But he's just he's just pissing. Not even like, not even like taking down his pants or whatever. He's just fucking pissing, and there's just a waterfall coming down from the from the stool. Um, what a shit show! But honestly, I feel like we we would have handled ourselves. Those guys are fucking idiots. Um, it's also it's an all day event, so I yeah. kind of get when it's like you start early and then you just kind of forget what your pace at. Maybe they didn't have any food in them. Mm-hmm. So you know, because you, when you're when you're day drinking, you just totally forget about food. Yeah, um, you just keep drinking. Your stomach is full of beer, and then and then you're just like you can't even hold yourself up. Like I saw one video of this guy like fighting for his life to stay standing, and his buddy's like kind of holding him up, but he's pretty drunk too. And it went on for like thirty seconds. And then you don't realize till after that the entire time that's going on, it was like Nick Taylor's final shot. Yeah. Drains the bird to win the entire tournament. And then he falls and like four people fall on top of him. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. I, it, it's crazy the position that guy was in because it wasn't even like he was falling forwards. His back was arched like a C and he was like, falling backwards except for his buddy that was just holding his holding him up as nick taylor is like reading the putt and then standing over it to hit it like the the funny thing is is that guy is gonna he's gonna get told by his buddy because he's not gonna remember that he's gonna get told by his buddy like yeah you fucking missed the final putt i had to hold you up um and then he's gonna see it on the internet later so it's gonna be kind of jokes but it was, it, was, it was kind of pissed me off because it's like the guy that was helping him wasn't really even like giving him that much help. He was just kind of holding his hand. And I was kind of like, dude, just like prop up your buddy, like grab his fucking like torso and hold him up so he can like regain his balance. Not that it would have lasted long, but it went on for so long. And um, and then, yeah, like I was just like, this is fucking insane. And then you look up and like Nick Taylor drains that putt and I totally didn't even realize that that was like the putt of the tournament. Yeah, you would think he could, like you said, like just give him a hug and like push him up and then you guys can like both watch like like it's like the Titanic, but it's like at least you guys are both watching. Um, bit of a bit of a better way to handle that situation, but you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, overall, I had enough golf. Yeah. Overall, that's enough golf. What a good golf tournament. What a good one to watch. Um, the big game, though. That's what we got to get into, and that's what we're gonna get into next. That's what everyone's waiting for. Let's recap the Super Bowl. 
I love football. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, Eric. You. All right. So in a Super Bowl that was really saved by the ending. Um, overall, I'd say it just because of the ending, because any game that goes to overtime is entertaining. I think that that was a good game. I think that that was an entertaining game. You got good defense in the first half. I mean, you got an exciting fourth quarter back and forth. They're only field goals, but like, um, well, there's one touchdown in the fourth quarter, but the other three are field goals. Um, I don't know. What did, what did you think? Are you are you happy with the game? Are you Were you unhappy with the game? What do you think? Yeah, I was really bitter about it at the end. I also lost like $100. Um, so I, at first I, I was like, man, that was terrible. But then like two days later, I was like, damn, dude, I wish there was like a Super Bowl once a month because I genuinely had so much fun. The first half of the game sucked. It was terrible. I think everyone agrees with that. Yeah. Um, then the second half picked up. It really picked up when we switched to Nickelodeon. That's when things got going. Yeah. Um, that's when we started all having a lot of fun listening to SpongeBob and Patrick just fuck around on the screen. Um, and then just watching the slime. Dude, the slime is great. Love the slime. Um, dude, another thing about the, the Nick feed was how awful the Krabby Patties looked. Mm-hmm. That was kind of disappointing. Um, but regardless, I had a lot of fun with that. And then it went to overtime. Um, and uh, there's a lot to talk about with the overtime. Um, yeah, what did, what, did, what did you think about overtime? Yeah, so I think there, there's two conversations I want to have here. So one is about overtime in general um, and the playoffs and how I think it needs to change. But uh, first off, I want to hit on – Everyone's shitting on San Francisco taking the ball first. And that's what I initially thought. Like, I initially thought, okay, why are they taking the ball? They should want to know, like, what they need to do. Because in that, in that situation where it was fourth and six, I believe, and they're in the red zone, then they would know to go for it since they need the touchdown, right? But they elect to kick the field goal, and then it comes and bites them in the ass because – then the Chiefs come down, they storm down the field, and they score a touchdown like everyone thought they would. But my mind has changed on that. And it is because of the NFL rules that taking the ball first in that situation actually gives you an advantage if you believe in your offense. And obviously you're going to believe in your offense and you're going to believe they can go storm down and get the job done and get a touchdown there. So if they go and they score that touchdown, then the Chiefs go down and they score a touchdown as well. Then all the Niners need to do is they get the ball next, they get the ball third, and all they need is a field goal to win the game based on how the overtime rules are set up. So that's why I think the San Francisco 49ers made the correct decision in taking that ball first, but just wrongful execution, and they get to the red zone, and they just couldn't score they didn't lose the game on not taking the ball on on not taking the ball second they lost that game on not scoring that touchdown do you think they should have gone for it on fourth down um i can't remember what it was like if they were like if it was fourth and long i can't remember exactly 
But I feel like if you have the ball first, you have to go for the touchdown there. Well, it's it's fourth and six, right? So I, I think if if you're within three yards, then I think you do it because I think you, you believe then, I don't know, then analytics come into play and your chance of converting that and then getting the touchdown uh, becomes higher on the Chiefs scoring the touchdown. Anyways, blah, 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 blah. Um, if you believe in your defense, like you believed in your offense there. So they believed in their offense and you can't tell me that a coach doesn't believe in his defense. Okay. And if you believe in your defense, you, you kick that field goal and then you believe that your defense is going to be able to at least hold the chiefs to a field goal. Cause then if they hold the chiefs to a field goal, then the Niners get the ball back again. And all they need is a field goal after that to win the game. Am I making sense here? Yeah. I just like, I think that they had to go for the touchdown there just cause now all the pressures on, the Chiefs offense whereas if now they just need a field goal so they can just play their regular game just get into field goal territory and like hope for the touchdown um but I just looking back on it I like I think they should have no matter what gone for the touchdown there hmm. yeah I don't know I just I disagree with that because I think you believe that your defense that has only given up 19 points all game and really has only held the Chiefs to one touchdown. I think you can believe that your defense can hold the Kansas City Chiefs to at least a field goal there on that drive because they were all game. Um, so I, I, I don't I don't mistake Kyle Shanahan there for, you know, thinking that his defense can hold them to just a field goal because then they get the ball right back and all they need is a field goal after that. So I, I think the coaching is fine. The coaching is sound. The decisions, it's just uh, the the players didn't get it done on the field when it when it mattered most, and Patrick Mahomes did. Yeah, I don't. I, it's weird. I also they did such a shitty job like explaining overtime. Mm-hmm. Um, like every, I don't think anyone knew what was going on. The clock was really confusing. I don't even. I was thinking about this. They probably should have never even had a clock at all. Yeah, and that's that's what I wonder. Like, I think, and this is this is overtime in general. Like, if you want to, if you want to take the coin toss out of it, because it's crazy how such a big season, such a big league, can, and such a big game, the biggest game in the U.S can come down to being decided by a coin flip. That just doesn't... It, it, like, the coin flip comes into weight way too much than I think it should. Like, th- this is why I like I like the, the NHL playoff overtime because it's 20-minute it's periods, five on five. Like, it's just straight up. It's straight up hockey, right? I just think that the overtime rules change the game of football too much to where there's things that are outside of the play that have too much weight in deciding the game. Yeah, I do agree with that. You got you strategize for it completely differently than you would going into just a regular game where like the NHL is the exact same game 
um, mm-hmm. and that's how you want to see it end. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Do you like what? What would you say? Like, what would you want to see exactly? Well, like I just, I just would want to see possession for possession, like it is in college. So, right. Um, one team gets the ball. You know, I think that so, and and there's going to be the coin flip that that's going to come into play, right? Um, and you know, you're going to have to either, and in this, in this situation, you know, if you win the coin flip, you're going to want it second. You're going to want the ball last, but you know, you go possession for possession. And if they outscore you, um, on, you know, if like, if they possess the ball and they go and score a touchdown, then your team has to go and they have to score a touchdown. And then if the, the, the team who had the ball first goes and then they kick a field goal on the next one, then your team has to go either kick a field goal or win it with a touchdown. So it should just go back and forth if that makes sense and not just be this like, okay, each team is guaranteed a possession, but like on the third one, then it's just like, whoever wins it can win because then in that situation, it's like, okay, well, like all I need is a field goal and I could just win the game, even though like the other team doesn't have a second chance, but I do, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like it, it should, it should be college rules. I like the college rules on it. Um, it's a, it's actually insane how it's not. Cause it's truly like NCFL is the same. It's, it's so much fun watching mm-hmm. college and CFL over time. They just go back and forth and it's like, and they're already like kind of close to the red zone, so it's just like nonstop action. Yeah. Um, and it's, I think they've been calling for this for so long to bring this into the NFL. It's actually nuts that it's not because it's so much fun to watch. It it's so crazy, and it's and the the thing that I think about too is, and I know Don Taylor says this a lot. Who's turning the game off? Are you worried about a time limit? Like, dude. That game could have gone on for six hours. I'm still watching. Like, 100%. they could have possessed the ball 15 times each in that overtime. I'm not turning the game off. Like, are you worried about a time limit? Are you worried about a time constraint? It's like, oh, we don't want our games going too long. It's like, it's the Super Bowl. Let's- I actually, I have a quick question. So if, theoretically, and it wasn't going to happen, but if the clock ran out before the Chiefs had a chance to score, would they have lost the game? No. So they get to finish their possession. That is just the first quarter, right? So it's yeah. basically, and and another weird thing is, it's like they they said they're starting a new game. Um, it's like they're they're so you get the first quarter, but then the Chiefs would have just gotten the ball, like if they didn't snap that ball and then just took it down to zeros on that quarter, then they would just get the ball in the same position, but on the other side of the field, just like if it was like the start of the game in the first quarter going into the second quarter. Yeah. Um, but let's say that they didn't score, then they like couldn't score. There would be a two minute warning at the end of that second quarter. And then they would have had to have scored. It's just so weird. Like the, the clock, the clock works like, like it does and the game works like it does if they just started a new game but the scoring decides who wins 
it's just so ambiguous. Like I, I just, I, it's just, it's so nonsensical the way they do it. And it's, it just seems so easy. Like college, college rules, CFL rules for overtime. They just make sense. And I don't know. Like they're just logical. Yeah. I think it's just, it was just so weird. It was so confusing. Like I said, like they just, they, I don't even know if the commentators knew what was going on. Cause no one knew what was going on. It was crazy. And, like, the clock was winding down, and everyone's like, oh, fuck the clock. But, like, the clock never mattered. There should have yeah. never been a clock at all. And then um, Tony Romo is, like, is like explaining that the clock, like, doesn't matter as the Chiefs are, like, snapping the ball to go win the Super Bowl. Yeah, I, I was it's, just so confused. It's just – it was so badly handled, I think. And – I don't think enough people knew like what was going on. And the thing is like with college, like you, you wouldn't even have to explain the overtime rules to someone except for just being like, Oh yeah. Like the team just has to outscore the other team on this possession. Yeah. And like we said, it's like, and if they don't, awesome. they just do it it's again. Awesome dude. College yeah. CFL overtime. It's fucking awesome. It is. It's so much fun. It's literally so much fun. Um, but yeah, anyways, I don't know. I don't even know what the fuck to say. Like, it's just, it's just so, it, I, I just don't like that. And it's the same argument to go with, with like football and soccer. Sorry, just, just, just say soccer so we don't get it mixed up. But like a World Cup, you play, you play a game for 90 minutes. Then you play an extra two 15-minute um, halves. So you play a game for 120 minutes, two hours. And if you're still tied, all it does is it goes to penalty kicks. Like, yeah, that, that's, that, that's just – that's weird. That's why they don't have a shootout in hockey for the end of, like, a playoff game. And then when they have, like, there has been instances where they have everyone complain, and then they're like, "Hey, we got to take this out because this is bullshit." Yeah, exactly. And I, I don't get how football, like, it was even super hard for them to like institute this rule um, into playoff football, where like, even if they score a touchdown, then the other team does still have a chance. But then on the third possession, all of that gets thrown out the window and whoever scores first wins, like just doesn't make sense. It's just nonsensical. No, no. And like, we can go, we can go in circles talking about this, but like, I I think we just got to cap it at that. Like it, it, it needs to go to college football rules and they're just, the NFL is robbing themselves of such entertaining games by doing this. And I understand that the only game that went to overtime in this playoffs um, this year was the Super Bowl. And if you instituted that rule, it, it wouldn't even have changed anything, but it just, you want that potential to be there. Could you imagine like San Francisco goes down, scores that touchdown, Kansas city, they score that touchdown. San Francisco goes down, they kick field goal. Kansas City goes down, they kick field goal. Like, and and even not having the potential for that in the Kansas City Buffalo game a couple of years back. 
like there would have been six touchdowns scored there and the game would have kept playing if it was college rules. Yeah, I, I think that was the other thing too is because there wasn't a lot of offense in this game. So you really, that overtime, you want to see more offense and there just really wasn't. It was a field goal and then they just kind of like, like the Chiefs had a, obviously a good drive. They won the game off it, but you wanted to see that, like just go like throws at the end zone the whole time and mm-hmm. we just didn't get that. Yeah, no, seriously. Um, anyways, it is what it is. It is what it is. Uh, we can't do anything about it, but it just simply needs to be changed. Um, overall, though, I mean, the season, it was okay. It was it was okay. It was just okay. The playoffs, it was just okay. Super Bowl goes to overtime. That saved it a little bit. But other than that, you know what? I'm other than my fantasy um, results. I'm I'm satisfied and I'm looking forward to the next one and I I I really can't wait. I don't know. What do you have to say about this? Yeah, I, I think it only sucked because like we didn't see the teams that we wanted to see go through. I also was historically bad gambling. I lost almost every pick in the playoffs. Um and so that really sucked. Um I even went into it being like, okay, like you should probably fade yourself because we've been awful at this. Um, and I was almost on Mahomes. I almost bet the Chiefs, and then I went back to the Niners. And um, it's just it, that was the story of the whole season. Um, my fantasy team sucked too, and it was there was a lot of injuries this year. Um, yeah, not just talking about fantasy, even though my my team got killed with injuries. Overall, there was a lot of injuries. It started right away with Aaron Rodgers getting hurt, and that was, like, the biggest storyline going into the season. Yeah. Um, so, I don't I don't know, man. There's, it's, it sucks. Yeah. Yeah, I think we got a lot. I think we got robbed of a lot this year just by injuries, and I think that is one big one is Aaron Rodgers, right? And love him or hate him, and whether you wish for his success or not with the Jets – you still wanted to see it, right? And it's just sucks that his second play from scrimmage goes down as, or whatever it was, the fourth play from scrimmage, and he's out for the season, and that's and that's kind of it, right? Like it, it's 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 unfortunate because it, I know there's a lot of people on this planet that are that were rooting against him, and we're just like, ah, fuck this guy. But like realistically, you still wanted to see it, you know? I I want it like I didn't really like him before but i started beginning to like him mm-hmm. and so i was really looking and also because it's like i you can't you gotta kind of feel bad for the jets yeah i think unless like you're in, like in like you cheer for a team in the same division like the patriots like i i kind of want to see him do well um so then like the whole hype about aaron Rodgers, like i was just really excited for that mm-hmm. um and then yeah it's that was that was terrible. Um, and then again, we had so many quarterback injuries. Like Justin Fields got hurt for a while there. Kirk Cousins, mm-hmm. um, Deshaun Joe Watson, Burrow. Burrow Watson, dude. Everyone wants to see Deshaun Watson succeed. You know, yeah, good guy and um, really, really good. So yeah, like there was just way too many 
quarterback injuries. Like I saw fucking RG3 was thinking about coming back because there's just so many injuries. Like he could have picked up a role. So Yeah. And like um, the thing is like I like love him or hate him too. I would have loved to see Deshaun Watson and Nick Chubb, you know, lead the Browns to the playoffs. Like I, I get, They were both on my team. Both of those guys. Yeah. They both got hurt. And I and I get like Joe Flacco was a great story and that was kind of fun, but I don't know. It just it doesn't it, and then that lasted like two seconds in the playoffs. Um I don't know. I, I fucking shitty teams in this past they've they they've never had good teams. Like I, I would have loved to see them go to the playoffs. I would have loved to see the Lions go down to the 49ers and win that game like they were supposed to. And um I don't know, just a lot of disappointments in this season that I that I think could have shaped up to be a lot better. Like I would have loved imagine seeing like a Buffalo Bills and a Detroit Lions Super Bowl, which it very well could have been, except Josh Allen just couldn't get over that that Patrick Mahomes hump. And it's just it's on it's unfortunate. That's the just a little disappointing, like you said. Yeah, it it kind of sucks now too, because all of like the shitty things that happen this season just gets completely overshadowed by the Taylor Swift thing. Mm-hmm. And because of that, it's they, they had like the record like most views or whatever. Yeah. And um so now now people look at the season as like a success. Even mm-hmm. though realistically for people that actually care about football, like it kind of blew. Yeah. No, it's it's true. It it's very true. It's uh you know, the NFL is really licking their chops here and they they knocked this out of the park. It couldn't be it couldn't have been a better scenario, right? You get you got your Taylor Swift to the Super Bowl and you got them winning it in overtime. Like what what else what other storybook ending could the NFL have wished for this season? Yeah, with Mahomes winning his third yeah, um, Kelsey having like a pretty shitty season, but then coming back and winning it. Yeah, it was actually like it, it works out perfectly. Um, but uh, yeah, you still like like I like all those quarterbacks I named off. Like, you want to see all those guys fucking play? And, yeah, we got robbed mm-hmm. of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's unfortunate, but what are we gonna do? You know, it's just you. You hope well for next season. I hope the Lions can come back and, you know, work their magic, do their thing. Because uh, you, like, you like seeing te- – I, I need to see teams um, like that in in situations in the playoffs because then you have at least something a little bit to root for. Because, uh, again, in that Super Bowl, entertaining. But in the end, Kansas City won, and I'm not sad that the 49ers lost. Like you know, I know what you mean. Cause I didn't even care for the fire, the the Niners anyway. I just, I mean, I bet on them, so that's why I was pissed off. But mm. um, yeah, no, like, like I, I don't feel good about either of those teams winning. Like deep down, I would have been. It would have been cool for like George Kittle. I like George Kittle, um, mm-hmm. but the rest of the team, like, I don't really like. McCaffrey's got the hottest girlfriend in the world, so I don't really feel bad for him. Yeah. Um. Who else? Like Purdy, he's been in the league for two years. Like the jury's still out if he's like a good quarterback. And, um, 
other guys on the team, it's like you can't like I don't really feel bad for him. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, seriously. Uh, That is very, very true. And I also think they're going to be just as good as a team next year. Um, Exactly. So, you know, they're going to have another shot at it. And I guess you, you hope for the best. But yeah, I mean, I think we should let's cap that NFL talk there because it was a good season ish. It was an okay season. Should we talk about the halftime show briefly? Yeah, let's talk about the halftime show briefly. Um, Awful? Yeah, I I think so. Like, like it it was what it was. Like, I don't know, Ludacris comes out, Lil Jon comes out. They were the best part. The people he brought out were the best part. And, And that's the thing. Like, we, that's what we said before. It's like, this halftime show is going to be based on who he brings. Um, and even like Ludacris and Lil John, like y- you love them, but uh, kind of mid, like they're not like bangers. Like, I don't know if JB came out or like fucking, I don't know. You tell me like, I, I don't know. Like I, th- I like Lil John. I'll, I'll say that. I like Lil John. Lil John's cool. Ludacris. I mean, I only like Ludacris because of fucking Fast and Furious, but like, I don't know. It's just all. It was all just mid. It was all just like so, like whatever. I think, um, like, what brought them down too is how shitty he was. Like, he didn't play like a lot of his best songs. The first like five songs were really slow and boring. Mm-hmm. Um, I I was thinking about this and trying to compare. I was thinking it's like my my wife's favorite part about our sex life is like the toys that I use on her, you know, like the people, the people he brought in, like stole the show. Um, fuck. Why why am I blanking on the chick's name? Alicia Keys. She was amazing. Yeah. Alicia Um, Keys is great. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it was just, uh, whatever. It it was always like, it was never gonna, like, we all knew it. We all knew that Usher was going to be kind of shitty. Yeah. And like the thing is it's it's we're not the target audience, right? We are we're watching the game no matter what. It could be fucking like it could be a dog show for the Super Bowl halftime show and I'm I'm still watching. Um 100%. but you know, it, it 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 doesn't it doesn't really matter whether whether I love the halftime show and it's like ACDC or something like that or whether it's like fucking I don't know some shitty R&B singer. I'm still watching the game. So it, we're not the target audience and we're not, it doesn't matter what we say about this because we're still watching. Um, still, I just, I, I think he still, still could have captivated a bit more. And I think just Usher fucked it too with his set list. Like the fact that you don't play any song that I would know, like a casual, like, music listener would the fact you don't play any song that i would know for the first five songs just is fucking surprising it's embarrassing like what the fuck are you trying to do at least play a song like yeah or whatever the fuck like you know that like play that first captivate the audience then maybe you can go into one of those songs but i just go back to like the one of the best super bowl halftime shows with Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre and all them, they come out and it's like, it's the motherfucking D-O-double-G Snoop Dogg. Like, and then everyone just got going. 
Like that was the first song and it was like, holy fuck, this is going to be a show. And it, that just set the tone and he just came out and he didn't set the tone. Yeah. It almost the like tone. the first few songs, it almost felt like they were songs that he was trying to promote. Yeah. Um, when it's like, you don't do that at the start, you got to get the people into it. And then in the middle, it's like, Hey, let me show you some of these songs that need more attention. Um, and it's also different too. Cause he's like, he's way past his prime. Like he shouldn't even be in like a promote myself phase. Like he should, like you said, with the Snoop Dogg stuff, they're all like out of their prime. So they're just going to play their hits and get the yeah. people going. They're not in there to be like, Hey, uh, my name is Snoop Dogg. Like you should check me out. You know, like, yeah. Usher's not in that either. He's way past it. So yeah. Stuff. And also like Dr. Dre literally like released an album, I think a year before that, halftime show so like he had new material he could promote but he knows like that's just not that's not it that's not the stage no no one cares about that yeah um but i guess you don't get paid for super bowl halftime shows so there is that that's true and that's Uh, how you gotta make your money somehow like yeah so maybe maybe he just like capitalized on that opportunity and thought yo i'm not getting paid guess what you guys are getting my shitty new songs Mm mm-hmm yeah um but it is what it is whatever fuck it fuck the halftime show let's i think it's i i think that the dr dre halftime show was is going to be the last good halftime show we ever get and i just i've i've lost i've kind of lost all confidence and all my excitement for future halftime shows just based on the the past few um i mean j-lo and shakira that was pretty cool but that, that was rocked. that's my favorite that yeah that one was fucking awesome um other than that though fuck just I, i'm just not excited for any of them so whatever it is what it is still gonna let's, watch still gonna watch still gonna watch still gonna watch on sunday let's move on from that fucking super bowl nfl season's done um we're looking forward to the next one and hopefully we got some good storylines um but yeah that's been the last football report of the season we'll be back in september but what will be with us for a while and hopefully extended into the playoffs and into the summer into late spring it's the canucks bit of a rocky road lately but we're gonna talk about it let's get into the vancouver canucks I love the Vancouver Canucks, but they usually suck. They've never won the Stanley Cup. I want the Vancouver Canucks to win the Stanley Cup. So Francesco can suck my left nut. Well, my shitty hockey team. I love them no matter what and we're gonna talk about them in this next segment. So the Vancouver Canucks, first place in the league, still killing it with a question mark beside that. They're still doing well. They're still a good team. I haven't lost hope. I've lost a little faith, but I haven't lost hope. Um... I don't even know where to start. So I think we're just going to do these last two games 
Saturday, hockey night in Canada. The Vancouver Canucks play the Winnipeg Jets in a game that was competitive up to the final third period. They give up those late two goals, and the Jets kind of run away with it. The Jets looked good. They looked physical. They looked like they handled the Canucks. But, I mean, how do you feel after that game? Because it, it seemed like a very even game, except for two power play goals by the Winnipeg Jets and then two kind of rush goals by the Winnipeg Jets at the end there. Other than that, it seemed even to me. What do you think? Um, it's kind of, kind of tough cause we were out trying yeah. to watch it. Um, so I don't really know like how they played. Um, I just think, and even like this, this has probably more to do with the Minnesota game, but I think we have like a big penalty problem. And I know like, um, Myers came out and was like, yeah, we were battling the refs out there. I don't, and this might be like, uh, a controversial, like people might disagree. I don't think that's a thing. I fuck. It kind of drives me nuts when people are like, "Yeah, we were playing against the refs." It's yeah. okay then just like play better. Yeah. Um, even like I have notes for a Detroit game uh, that we played recently, and I had lots of penalties. So I think we actually have like a penalty problem. Yeah, and like the thing is, I get like a ref can make a few bad calls. But if you're playing up against the officials each and every night, that means you're putting yourself in a position where you're making an official make a decision. And you you never want to be in that position. And if it's happening each and every night with different officials, you got to look within. You, you, you can't really look, look without. You got to look within and you got to ask yourself, you know, am I, am I the problem? And I think it is. I, I really hate, I've, I never in my life, no matter what sport I've played, no matter what game I have never walked into the dressing room and said, boys, the officials fucked us there. Like, don't even worry. It's like, no, we lost that game. You know what? We put ourselves in a position where official could make a decision of us winning or losing that game. And you know, I, I'm never, I'm never gonna say that the ref fucked us, because refs don't fuck teams. You fuck yourself, no, and that's, it's, it's, that's just what I believe. Yeah, it's like a, it's, it's like a theory that's easy to believe that the refs fucked you. But um, I've even had coaches come in and be like, "Yeah, the refs were brutal that game. They fucked us." And I'm always just sitting there like, "Dude, no, they didn't. Like, maybe we just played like ass. Like, that's a lot of times. Actually, pretty much every time that is the case. You just got to play better." play more disciplined um and yeah like i said i think i don't think people are talking enough about how many penalties we fucking take like we take a shit ton yesterday we took a shit ton we had what three five on threes that we had to go up against mm-hmm. um like fuck what are we doing here i know i know it's it's just it's fucking it's fucking embarrassing actually it's fucking embarrassing that you can say, like, I get there's some light penalties that happen, but it's fucking embarrassing to give up four or five on threes and say the refs fucked you. Like, they, they can't, there's, it's literally impossible for them to make that many bad calls to put you five on three four times in a game. Um, 
and it's just that like fuck i don't i don't even know what to say and i guess like maybe we should just gloss over this winnipeg jets game and say okay the jets had us 4-2 it happens but yesterday can i just go through yesterday just so we we get ourselves in 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 sorts here sure um so the canucks on their second on their first shot of the game, three minutes in, go up one nothing. Then on their second shot of the game, fourteen minutes in, they go up two nothing. Then Joel Eriksonek comes back, makes it two one for the Wild, and then five minutes into the second period, Elias Pettersson scores. Ten minutes into the, then ten minutes in, JT Miller scores. Canucks are up four one. You think they can just ice this game away? Matt Boldy comes back, he scores, makes it 4-2, gives the Wild a bit of life, but then JT Miller comes right back three minutes later, scores his third goal of the game, completes the hat trick, makes the game 5-2 for the Vancouver Canucks, a first-place NHL team. And you just think that this game is iced, right? The, the, wild, the, the wild get a bit of life, but then JT Miller just takes that away. It's 5-2. I remember even Dave Tomlinson coming in um, on color, color commentator and saying, you know, like the wild, they're pretty much out of this game. They can try a couple things. They can either try to really push um, the Vancouver Canucks five on five, but that's where the Canucks are at their best, or they can try and really pressure them and make them, you know, give up penalties. And that's a way for them to get back in the game. And my God, was Dave Tomlinson right? Because <laughs> at the end of the second period, Matt Zuccarello, he scores on a power play. So Matt Zuccarello and, and Dave Tomlinson is right. And the Canucks give up a, another five-on-three, two-man advantage. They're second in the game. They gave up one of them in the first period. He goes down and he scores... Um, to make it five to three. And that's with like 30 seconds left. So the while they're still on a power play after they score to make it five, three, because it was a two man advantage. And at the very end of the period, the wild seem to have scored again, but it is later um, called off because the puck actually went under the post um, because the net was lifted up anyways. The goal, the goal cut's called back, so it's 5-3. But you just, the unease of this game, it starts. And 30 seconds into the third period, it's 5-3 Canucks. They have a two-goal lead going into a third period where they are the first-place team in the league. And guess what? They give up five unanswered goals. And somehow, it within five minutes, and somehow, <laughs> within a blink of an eye, it was 5-2, and the Canucks are now down 8-5. to five. And it's like, what the fuck just happened? And then the Canucks somehow start storming back. They make it 8-6 from Nikita Zadorov, and then 8-7 from a goal by Brock Besser. But then the Wild add two empty netters. 
they get to double digits. It's 10-7. The Canucks end up giving up seven, count them, seven third-period goals. Like, I just, I'm dumbfounded. I, I, I don't even... I don't even know what to say. Like, I don't even know what to say. Is this just a game that was fucked and what are you going to do? Or like, like, I just, I don't know. I don't know. Again, I think it like the penalty problem is real bad, but this, this was crazy. And what was funny is like, dude, I, th- I thought they were going to come back. I honestly thought they were going to go to overtime. Yeah. Um, Cause there, it was just that crazy of a game and goals were just going in. Um, yeah, what, 17 goals, I think? Mm-hmm. 18? 17? Seven, 17 goals. Fucking insane game. Um, didn't, yeah, just didn't feel real at all. Like, um, def- definitely, like, once they, once JT Miller scored that third goal, which was nasty, I was like, okay, hey, it's over. Like, who gives a shit? Mm-hmm. Um, and then, dude, it was just after that, like, it just went insane. And I don't, I still don't even really know what to say about it. I I just like there's there's too much to say about it, and I just that's why I just think this game was fucked. This game was fucked. It, like four five on threes, four two man advantages. Like you're gonna get scored on at least twice there. And then the problem with two man advantages is if they score on you, guess what? The fucking the problems aren't just like flush down the drain. You're still on the penalty kill if they score on you. So I don't even know what to say about that. Yeah, I, I really, I don't, and I, I haven't been like listening to like Canucks media or anything. So I don't know how it's going right now, but this, this penalty problem is nuts. And if people have been like really like closely paying attention, they call a lot of penalties in the playoffs. Now it kind of switched over where it used to be like, let the guys play and you can do whatever you want. It's mm-hmm. obviously still way tougher, but they call a shit ton of penalties in the playoffs now because they like to see power plays. But, um, and if this like penalty problem keeps going, like we're fucked. Mm-hmm. I agree. I, 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 I agree. Like it's, um, in the last three games, Canucks have given up five power plays, five, or sorry, four power plays, then five power plays. And then I think it was, seven power plays or something like that against the wild. Like it's, it's, it's a lot, it's a lot. Um, And, you know, they've had a good penalty kill this year, but when you put them out for that long, like in this, in this, in this freaking game, they got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven penalties. Like that's just fucking unreal <laughs> you know what so. else i've noticed is we take a lot of high sticking penalties specifically mm-hmm. we take a shit ton of high sticking and i like i don't i still don't really know where i land on this but i i kind of i kind of feel like um all high sticking penalties should be four minutes i just think it's not hard to keep your stick down i i do think though that like you didn't see as many high sticking penalties back in the day. Cause like sticks were just heavier. Now sticks mm. are like super light. So they're like up in the air all the time. Right. Um, but I, I think it's just weird that you have to break the blood barrier to get a four. Like that's what kind of decides it. Um, 
like I said, I just I just don't think it's that difficult to keep your stick down. Um, and then even though people have to wear visors now, or at least most people, um, you're still at risk of getting a stick to the eye, which is mm-hmm. your your career is over basically if you get a stick directly to the eye. Well, like, and the thing with high sticking penalties is you are, I, I can agree with you that maybe they should all be four minutes, but guess what? In the playoffs, if you keep taking those fucking, if you keep taking those high sticking penalties, it's only a matter of time before one draws blood and you're in the, you're in the penalty box for four minutes and that's a double minor. And guess what? If you get scored on in that first two minutes, you're still on the penalty kill for another two minutes because it's a double minor. So you just got to be careful because those those high-sticking penalties are fucking ticking time bombs for one game to just get out of hand due to a four-minute major. Yeah, I just I just don't know. Like, it, and I don't... Like, I, I three years of junior, I took one high-sticking penalty. And, like, uh, my stick kind of got lifted. It wasn't 100% my fault. But I'm still going to say, like, I shouldn't have fucking... Like, I should have kept my stick down. Like, it's just not that hard. Yeah, to keep your stick down, and I feel like the only way to really enforce it, if coaches aren't going to do it, is to make them all four minutes. Yeah, yeah, it's a good point. It's a very good point. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think we just got to say that game was drunk yesterday. That game was fucking off the rails, out of hand. Whatever. The big game is tonight. Um, the big game is tonight. They're playing the Avalanche. In Colorado, um, looking forward to it. It should be a good game, uh, but yeah, I don't know. I guess we'll we'll see what happens there. Any anything else to say on the Canucks? Because I'm just I'm gonna move on. Like I'm just gonna push that to the side and just be like, look, whatever, fucking shit happens. Yeah, it's it's been it's been really weird the past couple weeks, um, but like I'm not really, I'm not worried or anything. Oh my fucking god, my sear just went off. Um I I kinda lost my train of thought. But I, I think the biggest thing is that um like they just they gotta get hot, like uh not like right now, but you, you hope they just get going with like three weeks left. Yeah. Yeah. So exactly. that's when it really matters. Um like we can sit here and complain about this, that and the other, like from the past few weeks. But um, I don't think it's like a huge deal as long as they just really pick it up within the last three weeks. Um, that's if if like they're playing like shit, that's when I'm like worried. But I'm not worried at all, to be honest. Yeah, honestly, me neither. Like, I don't know. It 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 just is what it is. It's the ups and downs of the season, and you know that can be. What it needs to be, and and you're right. They like this is not the time to be hot. The time to be hot is at the end of April when they when they go to the playoffs, right? Like that is the time to be hot. That is the time to you know be on the upswing rather than you know you don't want this to happen at the end of the season. If this was happening at the end of the season, I'd be mad. They have a lot of time to figure it out. Their last game is April 18th against the Winnipeg Jets and that's two months away from now that's a lot of games left so you know it is what it is 
Yeah, we also we have I think we have like a ten like a nine game home span yeah. in like March, which is fucking crazy. So um but yeah, like you you look at like Florida who made it, they barely made the playoffs, mm-hmm. but they they fucking bounced Boston because like everyone said, they've been playing playoff hockey basically for a month before Boston has. So yeah, um, that's you got to come into the playoffs real hot. Yeah, no, you do, yeah. and yeah, that is that is the Florida Panthers last year are are good evidence of that. But let's cap that off. The Vancouver Canucks, they're still first place. Like it's still, it's not like the sky is falling. It's not Chicken Little. We're all good. Um, but that's been sports. We love sports. Uh, unfortunately, football is gonna go away for a bit. What are we going to talk about next? Like, fucking, are we just going to delete football or do we go to European football? <laughs> Dude, I, you can you, you can do European football, but, like, you're going to have to do it by yourself. <laughs> I, like, I, I, um, we, we have still, like, a month till college basketball. I don't know how much we're going to talk about that, but I, I do want to do that. And then we have the Masters, which are, I'm really excited about. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I don't, we pretty much just have hockey for now. Here's the problem, too, is, like, I've become pretty desensitized to sports because of how much I was gambling. Mm. Um, where, like, I, what? who did they play on um, Thursday? Did they play on Thursday? It, the Vancouver Canucks? Yeah. Yeah, they played the Red Wings. They won four to one. They played Detroit again, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, um, I was kind of bored, dude, because I think I'm just desensitized completely. So I'm a little worried about that, where I just have like nothing to like cheer for anymore. Now that I'm not, maybe hopefully, hopefully it's like you know, like an impotent thing where like you just kind of gotta like let it go for a bit mm-hmm. to get it back. But yeah, I'm I'm like a little bit um. Just like, I don't know. I find it hard to find these games interesting. Tonight's a little different. Colorado is like a sick team, but yeah. like shitty teams. Like, like I'll be honest, I fell asleep yesterday. Dude. I was also mad hungover, but yeah. I And that's why that's why I never started sports. I've never put down a sports bet ever um, because of that reason. Like I am, I can watch any sport. And I'm like entertained and I have no money on the line, you know, like I, I, I feel like I feel like with sports betting, it's less about gambling, but it's more about like paying for your entertainment. Um, and that's what I feel like for some people and I know you've probably experienced this, like you're kind of just like paying to be entertained at least. And maybe you like get that money back and you win that bet. But it's just like, I don't know, I, I just I just don't want to start it because I already love sports as is and I love watching them. And I just if I don't need to bet, I don't need to spend money and I don't need to lose money, you know? Yeah, it's that's a hundred percent what it is. Like I don't find anything really that interesting anymore. Like I like I said, like I told you, I bet on six NBA games the other night. <laughs> Fucking six of them. Yeah. And dude, by the end of it, I was like kind of bored. I was like, okay, well, like, what? I'm making like 20 bucks back. So then I get into a situation where it's like, I can either up my units and bet a shit ton and like try and find that like high of like having fun watching sports again, or I can just put this down. So I'm putting it down for a bit. 
Um, and then hopefully uh, I can get it back here. But like for now, I think sports are going to be pretty boring. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I think that's a, that's a good, it's a good bet because it's, it's that, it's that hit of the cigarette, right? It's, it's that one hit. And then you're like, and then you, you, you know, you, you start smoking king sizes and then, you know, or, or it's like a vape. You, you start with that three milligram hit and then you go to the six and then you go to the 12 and then all of a sudden you're hitting 50 milligram joules and you're wondering what the fuck is going on with your life. Um, I don't know. It's the same type of thing with sports betting. You know, you, you, you got to do it in moderation. Um, and yeah, I, I think I'm, I'm, I'm glad that you're doing this, even though if sports do, you know, take a bit of a downfall, I know they'll, they'll come back because sports is the best reality TV that exists on the planet. Um, there's nothing better. There's no better reality TV than sports. And, you know, we all play it. We all have a connection to it. It's not like, it's not like it's keeping up with the Kardashians. Like we don't have fucking, I don't know, millions and millions of dollars, but you know, you play hockey. I play soccer. I play baseball. We all play golf. Like we have a connection to it. And, and, you know, it's sports are just, they're great. They're great. And I know you'll find that love again. Yeah. I love it. Like I, it also, there's just, like we said, football is gone. And like, I don't actually care about the NBA or soccer. Mm -hmm. Um, so I, whatever you know i think this is like the best time to like put it down yeah it is it really is um instead of just trying to chase and betting on shit that i don't care about yeah that's actually a good point like it's you you put it down because then i feel like you'd feel like you did the other night like you don't even really care about the nba but somehow you you found yourself betting on six nba games like that's just, <laughs> like if if it was an if it was nfl games you'd at least feel less horrible about yourself because like it's like nfl and we all love the nfl but it's just like yo i'm throwing down a parlay on australian women's cricket and it's like dude <laughs> what <laughs> yeah dude i've had friends that get to that moment like people betting on like junior soccer in brazil it's like <laughs> that's the true thing one of my buddies was like yeah dude this team from brazil they're like 18 years old, but they win every game. I'm like, are you fucking serious, dude? <laughs> like, you gotta get checked in, man. So yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I, I gotta, I gotta chill for a bit. Yeah, we're gonna chill for a bit. Um, but it is what it is. We're still gonna be delivering on sports, and this has been the sports report. We're gonna figure it out. We got golf. We got thing. We got shit to talk about. We got a lot of Canucks shit to talk about. But I know. It's okay because the listeners don't even listen to the fucking sports report, probably. No. Um, but what they will listen to it up to, what they will listen to is up next. And he's our guy. He's our main man. It's Spangler. He's going to do his Spangler's special report. Spangler. He's going to share his thoughts on the world. He is Mexican and he has thoughts. He's got weird thoughts about politicians and urinals, and he's going to share them. It's Spangler's special report here on Vulgar Vancouver. It's Spangler's special thoughts. 
He's gonna share his thoughts with us. By the way, did I say he is Mexican? His name is Spangler and he's Mexican and he's gonna do a special report. Here is the report joining us here right now. Here it is, here is the report. Alrighty. Here she is. Here he is. It's the Spangler special report. Fuck, am I excited. I haven't listened to one of these in a bit. Because guess what? We delayed recording like almost a full week. Um, but that's, that's neither here nor there. We're trying our best, okay? Um, yeah. Let's get into it. Hey, Spangler. What you got for us today, buddy? So, actual report. I did research. Because... Um, mm-hmm. I just, this is an extension on um, our beer conversation from earlier about um, Lucky Lager. And as I said, this is the shit that interests me. This is probably why I don't have a girlfriend, because I got cared too deeply about stuff like this. You'll see what I mean in a second. Um, But uh, yeah, I want to talk about, we're going to start with uh, Anheuser-Busch. This is like, Whatever, I'm just going to get right into it. Um, this is how Budweiser started. Um, stop me whenever like you need clarification, because if you don't get it, the listeners definitely won't get it. Okay. All right. <clears throat> so there once was a German immigrant who went by the name of Adolphus Bush. Okay. Um, he was from St. Louis, Missouri. He resided there. Um, stumbled upon a struggling brewery business owned by Mr. Anweiser. Hmm. Adolphus bought the business, obviously made it Anheuser Busch. Mm-hmm. He was the first brewer in America to pa- pasteurize. Yeah, Past- pasteurize his beer. Pasteurize. It's pasteur. Okay, yeah. pasteurize his beer, which allowed the beer to stay fresh during shipment. Mm. This is how they got popular. Um, Bush, yeah, renamed it Anheuser Busch. Him and his friend Carl took a trip to. Budweiser, Bohemia. This is back when Bohemia existed. I believe it's the Czech Republic now. Mm-hmm. There was the. They went to the city of Budweiser, not Budweiser. It was a city well recognized for their beer breweries since the year twelve sixty five. So wow. almost a thousand years ago. This has been going on for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, inspired by the beer that they tasted there in eighteen seventy six. Bush and Carl replicated the beer in their residence of St. Louis. They quoted saying similar in quality, color, flavor, and taste to the beer made in Budweiser, Bohemia. He called the beer Budweiser, which is a German translation for beer from Budweiser. Ah. The term the term Budweiser was actually already being thrown around a lot in the city of Budweiser because people in neighboring cities were copying Budweiser's beer, not mm. Bud, not Budweiser, not Bush's Budweiser, Budweiser's beer, the city. So all around they were copying it. So they had to distinguish it. In fact, Budweiser, the city, was already distributing beer to the United States before Bush had even immigrated to the United States. So this was already going on. Wow. Um, it wasn't until 1895 that beer from Budweiser was officially incorporated and they named themselves the Budweiser Budvar Brewery which still exists today. This is still a dispute going on between the Budweiser Budvar Brewery 
and American Budweiser. So in Europe, American Budweiser is often sold as Bud. Mm. And they still carry the original Budweiser, which has kept its name in those places. Obviously, here it's Budweiser. I don't know if we even carry the original Budweiser. Anyway, um, another interesting thing here. The original beer from Budweiser was commonly referred to as the Beer of Kings. Sound familiar? It sure does. Bush took this, flipped it to create the slogan King of Beers. So Budweiser that we know is essentially a complete ripoff of one of the greatest beer production landmarks. Fast forward 150 years, Anheuser Busch in Bev currently owns Michelob, Bush, Rolling Rock, Natty Light, Johnny Appleseed, Landshark, Stella Artois, Bex, Modelo, Corona, Pacifico, Alexander Keys, Kokanee, Mill Street, and last but not least, Labatt. Holy shit. How crazy is that? That's just nuts. Dude. And I, I was reading this, I'm like, dude, like, no one, not enough people know about this, I don't think. That's so, like, you don't even think they could have changed the name up a little bit and made it a little less suspicious? Well, I think at the time they didn't think it'd be a problem. They probably didn't think it was going to, like, Budweiser, the beer was going to pop off like it did. Mm-hmm. Um, so they were just like, hey, like, let's, like, this beer is really good. Let's, like, just take it and sell it here. Like, back then there was no, like, communication really between continents. Right. Um, so they probably just, like, whatever. And then it obviously pops off and it's, like, this huge empire. So because of that, there's still a dispute today. Interesting. Very interesting. So there's so there's two Budweiser's. There's the the Budweiser that we know owned by Anheuser-Busch and then there's Budweiser Budvar which is European, right? If I'm Yeah, the original beer. Okay. Um and that's the original beer and they are still in dispute today because of you know, they feel like their beer was basically and their methods were stolen by them and then made so popular in the US. So popular. It's now obviously the biggest um brewing company. And yeah. you just heard all those fucking names I lift off I listed off. Like mm-hmm. um yeah, do you got anything on that before I move on? I mean I just like I just want to go over that too. Like, just it's just beers you you don't even realize that they're owned by Anheuser Busch, but like Corona, Modelo, Stella Artois, Michelob. No, and they're they're like discreet about it. Like if you look on the cans, and like you did with Lucky, like it said Labatt, and a lot of people might not even know that Labatt is owned by Anheuser Busch. Yeah, I'd... um, on Corona and Modelo's, I don't think it says Anheuser Busch on it, but they are owned by them. Yeah, I, I did think that Labatt um, was different from Anheuser-Busch, but they're the same thing. Sure. Yeah. Um, so let's get into Labatt. Okay. Um, they were founded in 1847. Mm-hmm. They were the biggest brewer in Canada since before the ninth. What the hell did I say? Biggest brewer in Canada? Anyway, they survived Prohibition and was the best-selling beer until 1979, where they lost their top spot to Molson, but 
regained it after that and we're still the top beer until 2004 which became Budweiser mm-hmm. um, they were purchased by Anheuser-Busch in 1995 um, what's interesting about Labatt is that like I don't even know if I've had it before I, I, I can't tell you I have either but I know there's like Americans who drink it for some fucking reason yeah it's like bigger there than it is here maybe yeah. it's like again more of an eastern thing yeah but and but it was the biggest beer back in the day and like now you don't even like no one even talks about it right um so anyway now i'm going to get into lucky lager okay um which we've been drinking pretty religiously mm-hmm. for the past month trying to get them on board so <laughs> i felt bad cuz i was telling my dad this in the car last night and he was like from the island, a lucky lager drinker, and he was kind of crushed when he heard this. Really? Okay. So, lucky lager was actually launched in San Francisco in 1934 by the Pabst Brewing Company. Okay. So, it was launched there. They also had a brewery for it in Vancouver Island, but it was actually invented in San Francisco. Okay. Um, became one of the biggest beer brands in the Western U.S. At this time, it was one of the highest quality beers. Coast Breweries, which was responsible for brewing Lucky Lager on Vancouver Island, was bought by Labatt in 1958. Mm-hmm. Um, they continued to brew Lucky Lager there. Um, but then sales began to fall as major companies like Budweiser and stuff started moving to the West. Um, in 1982, Labatt moved to Edmonton and continued to brew Lucky. So since night, since the 1980s, Lucky has been brewed in Edmonton. What? In the same factory as Budweiser. So what? not only... Not only was it not created on Vancouver Island, it hasn't been brewed on the island since the 80s. And I feel like that's just crazy, though, because we've had, like, it, it's only been recently where we could buy Lucky Lager here, like, on the mainland. Like, it, it used to be you could only really find it on Vancouver Island. Yeah, and it's not even from there. They would just ship it from Edmonton to the island. And it's still... Like, if you look at the box, it says Vancouver Island's Lucky Lager, but it doesn't say anything about it being brewed there. Um, yeah. How crazy In- is that? Interesting. So, Anheuser-Busch comes along, and they just take it away. And it's not an island thing. It's just some Edmonton thing and probably some cheap factory. Yeah, 100%. So, and that this is why... Um, we got to move on from Lucky, like, immediately. Um, and um, I actually, I have a, I have a fun idea. I, I've picked out, uh, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, eight beers. I think we'll narrow it down to four after I list them off. Okay. Um, and then we're going to taste test these. Okay. Blind, blind taste test. And that'll be our beer. Okay. What it so what are the eight? So and I got some information on them too. They're all available at the BC liquor store. It's gonna be 
maybe tough to find them at beer and wine stores. But anyway, so let's get into it. So first, I got Sneaky Weasel. Mm-hmm. 32.99 for a 24 pack yeah 5.6 abv yeah and you can stop me whenever if you want to talk about it yeah um next i got prime time and, and which is uh sorry i do just have to stop these are all local beers right yeah, yeah. bc beer yeah okay it's a low calorie low carb beer this prime time five mm-hmm. percent the only thing is it's 24.79 for just 12 beers so that's not cheap okay um but like i said low calorie low carb low carb so probably a little bit healthier Mm -hmm. next we got caribou yeah 32.99 for 24 it's a low hop beer 5.5 percent pretty popular yeah uh we got pacific pilsner uh possessing perfectly balanced bitterness with saz hops don't know what that is but maybe some of the listeners do and a hint of citrus. It's a five percent beer. Also thirty two ninety nine for a twenty four pack. Yeah, very. That one is very cheap, and I've uh, I've indulged in that one a lot. But anyways, okay. Yeah. So that's definitely gonna be in the top four. Um, Parallel forty nine is a malted barley, uh, local Sterling hops grown at Cedar Ranch in Chilliwack, BC. Okay. Fermented cool using a traditional German lager yeast. So it's a five percent beer. I don't think they have 24 packs. I can only find a 15 pack for $21.99. Then we got Red Truck, Canadian Malt, and also Saz Hops, Classic Noble Aroma Hop. Don't know what any of that means again, but anyway. Um, $25.99 for a 15 pack, also 5%. Steamworks, we got the Steamworks Pilsner. Honestly, I think this tastes like shit, but it's been a while um five percent uh 15.49 for an eight pack um didn't have much else on that and then yellow dog is not cheap 27.99 for a 12 pack hints of citrus and grapefruit tickle the tongue with the firm malt backbone to back it up Mm -hmm. 5.2 abv so those are the eight what did you think of that uh, I, for one, I'm excited because when I'm thinking about it, I feel like I'm definitely going to be able to like know which beer is which, but okay. the fact that I think that, I, I think it's going to be like the, like super different and somehow like I'm going to get every beer wrong, even though like, I feel like I know what these beers taste like and I can envision it. I just, I still feel like because it's going to be a blind taste test, I, I'm going to get them wrong um, because I have like such confidence in myself, you know, maybe I'm like overconfident, but it's, it's something that I'm, that I'm excited for. Um, and I, and I, I like the incentive and I like, uh, I like how we're, we're supporting local and we're doing these BC beers. Um, maybe we could like contact them after and be like yo your beer one or something like that and we could like, <laughs> yeah you know i don't know Give them a, we'll send them like an, an award like a little banner or something yeah yeah like the like, like the like the track and field ribbon you used to get and like oh, yeah cool. it's like your yeah. beer one love that um yeah i think uh like when i did a taste test i was also some like i wasn't super confident but i was pretty confident and I was, like, all over the place with them. Um, it was different, though, because they were all, uh, like, pretty um, 
like national beers like Budweiser, Coors, that sort of thing. So I think they all taste pretty similar. Where these ones have like pretty um specific tastes. Um, so I think you might do a little bit better. I haven't like I don't drink a lot of these beers. I mostly drink like cheap, shitty like whatever Budweiser or whatever. Um, so I don't think I'm gonna do very well on this, but I'm like interested and I, I I'm excited about it. Yeah, yeah, me too. Um, it's something to look forward to. Uh, yeah, fuck, that's that. I oh my god, I'm I'm fucking pumped up for that because I haven't done one of those before, and like I'm just curious as to what my the 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 talent of my palate, let's say. Um, yeah. At at choosing that, but that'll come when it comes. Um, this this has honestly been a fire report. Like you you did you did your research. It's almost like I like you could have gotten up and like done a class presentation there. That's what it kind of felt like. And like I said, once I started, once you brought it up, the wheels just started rolling and um, we, we stopped recording and I just went right to work and I was like, fuck, I got to learn more about this. And then the more information I found, like the more adult I became in it. Um, and um, yeah, that was a lot of fun, but we, we do got to pick, I, I think we picked four beers out of this list, four or five. Yeah, um, I mean, I think I think Sneaky Weasel's got to go on there, and I think Pacific okay. Pilsner has got to go on there, uh, yep. because I think those are just two big ones. Uh, caribou? I th- think you throw Caribou on there as well, 100% okay. Caribou. Um, pretty, I, I like Caribou. I, I particularly like the Caribou Blonde uh, lagers. Those ones are pretty good. If I'm looking for a cheap six-pack, I always grab those. Um, anyways, so Caribou. And I don't know, I, I see yellow dog around a lot. So I think, I think there is that. And then the other one was uh, parallel 49. Parallel 49. I think we got to throw yeah, the parallel 49. Good. What were the other three? So we have um, prime time. I don't know, but like, it's a low, like I said, low calorie, low carb, but it's pretty expensive. Yeah. The only thing with yellow dog too is that one's pretty expensive, and yeah. I don't think we're like the demographic to be just like exploring expensive beers. Right. Um. The other ones were um Steamworks. Like I said, I'm kind of. It's. I don't know. It's. I think it's like a little too crafty for me. Yeah, Steamworks is a bit crafty. Um. And then um Red Truck. Right. Um. Yeah, I don't really know much about that. I feel like actually I replace yellow dog and put red truck in those five. Yeah. Um, okay. You know, the uh, same cans, yellow dogs are usually in the, in the tall cans, right? Um, yeah. So same cans, you get same can shape. Uh, and also I feel like they're all kind of similar enough. I, I, I think I'm going to be able to pick Pacific Pilsner out of the bunch there, like a sore thumb, but um but we'll see again. It, it, I'm. I feel it's like almost like I feel too confident, you know. And I feel like I'm gonna fuck up. Yeah. Um. So we'll do that this weekend. So that's the that's the list we got. Sneaky yeah. Weasel, um, Caribou, Pacific Pilsner, Parallel Forty Nine, and Red Truck. All right. Yeah, that'll be fun. Um, we'll figure out a way to put it on the podcast, or or maybe even just our results we can put on the podcast. Um. I'm not sure how we can do live, but that's neither here nor there. We'll uh we'll talk about that at another time. But Spangler, fucking thanks for all the fucking research. Goodness gracious, fucking a one, well done. 
anything else to say to the listeners? I mean, I don't know. Any 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 insider info on on beer companies? Um, no, I like this was just so much fun to do. Um, and I hope the listeners like it. And um, yeah, I think I think it's just important that they know what they're buying and what they're drinking. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think that's what we're here to do. We want to support local, which we thought we were doing with Lucky Lager. It turns out we were being duped the whole time. Yeah. And so um, that's uh, that's where we're at right now. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't know if you have any more thoughts on that, but yeah, that's just a bombshell. Like, I, I always thought Lucky was, like, brewed on the island, a local island beer. Um, like I knew it was maybe owned by Labatt, but they still like kind of kept it local or something like that, but they just completely haven't. And that's just kind of mind boggling. Yeah, no, it's, I couldn't believe it either. It was like I, the, the way I found it was, it was all on Wikipedia, by the way. Mm. Um, I was thinking about maybe trying to go deeper, but I was kind of like, Ugh. I think I already found enough. And, um, yeah, it's, it was shocking um and uh it's it's made me think differently about the beer i drink yeah yeah i mean the the beer of kings but then it's actually the king of beers uh, yeah how crazy is that you know just two guys coming over uh to the u.s and then going back to what was it what was the kind it was Bud Budweiser Bohemia, which Bohemia. is I think now the Czech Republic. I don't think uh yeah, it's it's kind of complicated how um it's it's all it's all kind of a mishmash. But the whole dispute is on Wikipedia and they have it all detailed and um so if people are more interested in that, go check that out. Yeah. Um because it's pretty uh it's pretty interesting stuff. And that would be Anheuser Busch, um Budweiser Budvar. Um yeah. dispute. Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, for further information, you can follow Wikipedia and uh, get that link. But Spangler, without further ado, you good? Yep. All right. Let's finish off this podcast. It's taken us way too long, but that's neither here nor there. That's fine. We're going to conclude it. We're going to wrap up this Bulgar Vancouver podcast next. Thank you so much for listening, folks. And let's get into the next segment. All righty. And as we come to a conclusion of this podcast, Thanks for coming along for the ride. Vulgar Vancouver, we're always be here. We're always going to stay. We're not fucking leaving. Um, we hope you're still listening. Probably not. But, hey, we're still going to be here. Good podcast. Lots of fun. Had two guests join us. Rob, Reese. What a fucking shit show of a story. I don't know. You weren't even there. What do you... Just two thoughts. What do you think? So, all I thought about after was um well a couple things uh i kind of i kind of wish i got reese and rob to start arguing again because you can tell like they haven't like fully decided who was at fault Mm -hmm. um like there's still a little bit of tension but i was kind of like i don't want i don't know if i want to like because this could get like really intense like pretty fast if we tried 
Um, so I was so on the fence of like, man, should I get them riled up or not? And I chose not to. Maybe the best decision, it would have been good contact content, but I don't know. And then um, the the thing I um, I wasn't like uh, like didn't feel like I missed out really, like I wasn't jealous or anything. But the part that I do uh, wish I was there for was the part where you guys were like in the car looking for him, and it just sounded like you guys weren't trying at all. And uh, <laughs> that sounded like a lot of fun. Honestly. No, we like the funny thing was was I was I was sober enough to drive because I only had one beer. And yeah, there was no shot. We were finding him. Like we were, we were not like looking. We were just like driving around. Tunes blasted. Like tunes were fully cranked. Like it wasn't like we were like communicating. Like oh, like you see over there. Like you see over there. Like where should we go? It was literally just me driving around. We were listening to the cars, um, <laughs> just driving around. And like, sorry, Rob. Like we didn't care, but. We did think you were a big boy and could figure it out. So that was more just like a glorified joyride than an actual yeah. search party. That sounds like a blast. And like, you got to do it just to be like, yeah, we tried. But realistically, like, there's nothing more fun than especially like at the end of end of the night, like at the bar and just like hopping in the car and blasting tunes. You can't do it all the time because you got like an Uber driver or whatever. But if it's your buddy picking you up from the bar and you just crank some tunes and you're all drunk yeah that's just the best yeah i mean it didn't even like take away from my experience because uh, like andrew and reese were having road pops and i wasn't so like it, it but like i was still like having a blast like it was hilarious and they were on mushrooms too so they were like tripping out while like in the car and <laughs> and they were like whoa it feels like i'm in the millennium falcon right now <laughs> um like i don't know you technically just... were on a mission we were we we were on we were on an important mission except the the execution just wasn't there whatsoever <laughs> that's awesome um but yeah i don't know what a night what a night it was um i just have one question before we go as i always ask on the conclusion like what's your you got any pet peeves that really like really grind your gears um Probably political debates. Yeah. Um, I don't even know if that's a pet peeve, really. That's kind of like a general thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, yeah. I do. It's it's just more that, like, it just kind of happens, and I'm like, yeah, I hate that. I just, I'm, I can't think of any off the top of my head. Well, like, for me, one of my biggest pet peeves is, like, listening to a song twice in a row, no matter how much I like it. Mm-hmm. I hate when someone's like, oh, like I'm going to put on a song and then they put on a song, but then for some reason it's on like repeat on the iPhone <laughs> and then it just plays again and like half the song plays as they're going to look for a different song. It's like, just pause it or throw <laughs> on some random song and then put on the song next. For sure. Uh, yeah, I, I could never just let the song play. Mm-hmm. Um that's a good one. Um, like we just we just listened to it, but I like I don't know. That's like my big one that happens a lot, and that's why I just get reminded of it time after time. You know. Yeah, 
for sure. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of like what do I got. Um, but I, I'm just like I'm so laid back that like I I don't really like think about things. But there, I mean, I'm not saying I don't have pet peeves though. Like and that's what I'm trying to just trying to think about. Them. But th- that's the thing. Like I I do agree with you on the political debates. It's like every time that it happens, it's always like what are we doing here dude like what are what are we doing here we're just like we're like four random guys in a bar we're not in like politics whatsoever like what are we gonna do you know if you if you're like mega conservative and i'm mega liberal like what are we gonna do we're gonna the the only thing we can do is fucking walk up to the to the polling stations and to the to the voting stations and vote on election day. And that's all we can do. Like, what are, what the fuck are we going to do? You know? Yeah. We're not really in positions to make big changes. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's one of those, it's like, there's nothing wrong with wanting to be. Um, and I, I'm just, I don't really care. I don't care who's in office. I don't care like what controversy is going on. Um, it's just there. No one can win. You know, that's where it's kind of like, why are we still even talking about this? Like, no matter what you say, like, isn't going to change my mind. Whatever I say isn't going to change your mind. So let's fucking drop it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And every time, like, I do want to say something, I'm just like, not worth it. It's not worth it. It just No, it doesn't. It's not going to make it, a difference. So. It just ain't worth it. And I think if you do start to get heated about it, that just adds more fuel to the other person's fire. And they like make they it makes them like hate your side even more. So that's why you're just gonna be like, ah, eh, whatever. Like, and it reinforces their opinion. Yeah, sure. yeah, exactly. And it's just not it's not worth getting mad over. Just live your yeah. life. They yeah. they just think differently. Whatever. Um, but yeah, anything else to say to the listeners, Spangler? Uh. What do I got going on? I got my reading break this week. No. Um, I don't think I've ever been productive during reading break. No. So um, that's shitty. Um, but not at the same. Like I'm. I have a to do list that I wrote this morning. I'm not sure if I'm gonna get any of these things done. Um, let's let yeah, let, let me hear your let's hear the to do list. So I have a I have to work on this presentation. Um, on object relations, I don't know anything about that. Um, I gotta do my laundry. I had um <laughs> on my list I had podcast ideas, which I checked off. Um, and then uh, I gotta open up an investing account. This like first home buyers thing. I don't know if you've heard about that. Oh, dude, the you know what's so funny? My fucking my stepmom literally was just like, hey. Uh, there's this new FHSA like first home savings account um, that look into like this morning. She said that. Yeah, no, my my dad reminded me of it yesterday. I he told me to do it because your contribution room goes up like every year, and I fucked up and I didn't get it done before the new year. So now I got to do it, um, and I'm not gonna have as much room. But whatever, that's a future me problem. Mm-hmm. Um. And then I got some papers, and then I got to see my grandparents at some point because I didn't on Saturday with my parents. So, or no, was that Sunday? That was Sunday. Um, yeah, that's. I, I'm sure I got to add more to this list, but 
yeah, that's what I got to do this week. Yeah, not bad, not bad. I like and that. drink and and try beers. We got to try beers. And we got to try beers. Yeah, that's. I mean, hey, it's a good good to do list. I like it. I mm-hmm. I enjoy it, and um, I'm excited. Those beers are going to be fun, uh, and that's going to be a fun time. But without further ado, I mean, what a blast this has been. It's taken us a week to record this, but hey, it's okay. We're still here, and we're not fucking leaving. But what else? What else are we going to say? What else are we going to do? We're not going to do anything because guess what? It's the end of the fucking podcast. So, as I always say, from us here at Vulgar Vancouver, for my co-host Spangler, thanks for making us a part of your day. I have been your host, D. Sandy. want to thank again our two guests this week, Reese and Rob. Thanks for contributing, and we hope you're listening, and we hope you listen to yourself. And always, just remember, from my family to yours, it is a horrible day to be a beer. Cheers, fellas.